The views expressed on this episode of My Take Radio do not reflect the views, thoughts, or feelings of the My Take Radio staff, My Take Radio advertisers, or My Take Radio content partners. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. This coverage is live and uncensored, so if you have any small children present, you may want to have them leave the room. Hey, what's up, guys? My Take Radio, episode 296, broadcasting live Thursday, May 28th, 2015. I'm your host, Rich, and our call-in number is 347-324-3541. Again, that call-in number, 347-324-3541. If this is your first time tuning in, My Take Radio is a variety show where I provide my take on gaming, entertainment, MMA, and wrestling. Our MMA and wrestling editions air every Wednesday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. And our gaming and entertainment editions air every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. There are a couple of ways for you to check out the show. For video, you can head over to mtrlive.com or gfqlive.tv. Unfortunately, this evening, uh, our friends at the GFQ Network are having some serious internet issues, and because of that, there is no video feed, and I'm still trying to get the hang of YouTube Live, so <laughs> we couldn't get that running either. But in any case, you can listen to high-quality audio via our Mixler feed. Just make sure to mute the um, GFQ video player on mtrlive.com in the event that something is playing, and you can just enjoy the high-quality audio on the Mixler stream. In addition to that, you can use our call number, not hit option 1, And you can listen to the show that way. And of course, last but not least, you can get the Mixler app and listen to the show that way. All you have to do is go to your Android or iOS marketplace, download the Mixler app and enter My Take Radio. And you'll be able to pull it up and listen to the live feed of the show in progress. Of course, our chat room is open on mtrlive.com and you can participate in the chat room while the show is in progress. All right. So couple of things last night's show our mma and wrestling edition ran very smoothly no issues except my dumbass forgot to hit record so i had to get our video from andrew at the gfq network and because of that i have to download a five gig video uh from dropbox so there will be a delay in uploading the video feed of the show and putting it on our youtube channels but we should have that downloaded by the time uh, by this time tomorrow evening, and that will be uploaded along with uh, this week's entertainment and gaming show as well. Uh, a couple of other things I did want to put out there. 
this weekend, I am going to test out Facebook groups. I'm going to reach out to a select few of you guys. Some of, uh, some of you will be listeners. Others will be staff. And we're going to try and see how well a Facebook group works. Uh, don't misunderstand. We still are going to utilize our Facebook fan pages to get our message out there. But I think the group would be a great central hub to allow all our listeners and also readers to interact in, in just a, a unified environment. I know many of you have been wanting to go with um, the forums. And as much as I'd love to do it, I think it's too much of a burden just on ensuring that the site runs properly. And not to mention the fact that it will just be a pain to manage. We have to get admins. We have to get mods. And, you know, while myself and Slick can mod and some of the other uh, Rageworks and MTR team members can do mod duties, we're going to have to just go through it and set up all the all the forums and get all the stuff to post there. It's it's a lot more cumbersome than I would like. And because of that, I think we're going to test out the Facebook groups and we're going to go with that for the time being. I'm still trying to research if we can stream the show on Twitch. I know a lot of you guys are telling me that the show can be streamed on Twitch, but I want to know for sure. I don't want to violate Twitch's terms of service by putting up content that is non-gaming related, meaning I don't want to have our MMA and wrestling show streaming to Twitch one night and violate our terms of service and to a degree, you know, hamper all the work that we're putting into building our channel and our presence on Twitch as well. Um, A couple of things, even though there's no video feed, Our friends at GFQ uh, informed me, and I mentioned on air yesterday, that you can watch live streams on the GFQ app on the Roku box. You can also look for the GFQ app for Google and Amazon Fire TV. And if you are using an Apple TV, you can use the Daily Motion app and stream video that way. So those are your options on the video front when we do have a feed up and running. Um, For those of you that have offered me a couple of alternative options, Aside from Twitch and YouTube Live to broadcast the show, I am going to explore those options this weekend. You guys may see some stuff come up, and um, if you guys are able, please let me know if you guys want to be part of a test audience and let me know how the video works. Again, that's something I'm going to try and shoot for maybe Saturday, late Saturday night or Sunday. I will keep you guys informed. Um, a couple of new things that we are working on this week. Uh, We did try, we're going to try our hand at Snapchat. We actually created a Rageworks Snapchat account. So if you are a Snapchat user, look for Rageworks and add us. We're going to try and share some stuff from Special Edition NY along with some photos and other things. Be on the lookout for that. We also have set up accounts with Meerkat and Periscope for live streaming. I'm actually going to test that tomorrow. So there may be a, a live stream of, you know, me driving to work or something just to see how things work. But we're going to be leveraging Meerkat and or Periscope during Special Edition NY and during Consumer Electronics Week. And we're going to show you guys a lot of the stuff that's on display at both events. So please be on the lookout for that. Uh, The other thing I did want to mention, and um, we'll get into some of the stuff for this week, is that I know many of you guys have had issues with our mobile site. And I actually want to convert the way that the site looks via mobile because it's mostly just the text. And then it kind of directs people to use the, um, you know, the full website on your mobile device. So I'm going to work on that as well. I got our developers working on some stuff behind the scenes 
primarily for our review options and some of our other things, but I'm going to add that to our ticket system as well. I think the developers are really <laughs> not not fond of all the work I've been giving them, but you know, they are getting paid, so <laughs> they can't complain too much. Anyway, so what do we got on deck for tonight? We're going to get into the gaming news of the week. Ben and Taylor from Black is the New Black will be joining me for the entertainment segment this evening. We're going to be breaking down uh, the entertainment news of the week. Plus, we're going to talk about some of the summer movies and give our thoughts on which are going to be potential blockbusters, which are going to be duds, and what is on our radar for summer 2015. Also, I want to take the opportunity to introduce you guys to Ben and Taylor. I know that you guys have been seeing Black is the New Black they're on their way to 20 episodes, and I want to make sure that the MTR faithful get really, 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 really acquainted with these guys. I know you guys know Quark and Blade, but Ben and Taylor have not done the show together with me. I mean, Ben has done the show on numerous occasions, and everybody loves Ben. Everybody feels that Ben and I, we, you know, we do well with the MMA, and you know, Ben and Taylor have been killing it with Black is the New Black, so this will be a good way to uh, cross over both shows. I also mentioned last night that there are some other shows possibly on the horizon to air on the Rageworks network. Um, no, no news as to what those shows are as of yet. I'm still finalizing details, but um, we may get another more mainstream show. And we also may get something a little bit more gamer focused, still ironing out all the details. But once I have all that, of course, I will make a formal announcement for you guys to check out that content as well. All right, so as I said, we got the week's gaming news on deck. Ben and Taylor are joining us for our entertainment segment. And as always, we are going to take your calls, 347-324-3541, 347-324-3541. All right, so let's get that ball rolling and jump into this week's gaming news. All right, so the big, big debate as of late has been the necessity for HD remasters. Slick and I have exchanged um, various comments about this over the last couple of weeks about all the different HD remasters that are coming out. Obviously, we had The Last of Us. We got God of War 3 being remastered. Um, you know, Ultra Street Fighter 4 was just released on PlayStation 4 this past Wednesday, and also, here's here's where the fun part comes in, um, it appears that Dishonored and Gears of War are going to get HD remasters. Um, according to the Brazilian ratings board, they actually have ratings listed for both Gears of War and Dishonored. Dishonored is listed as a definitive edition, and um, in the same vein as Tomb Raider was titled for PS4 and Xbox One, and Gears of War is titled The Ultimate Edition. Again, these are both going to be HD remasters. And the thing, I, uh, the thing that bothers me about this is that you're looking exactly. Slick, Slick says boo in the chat. And I have to agree with him. Not only because it's just double dipping and triple dipping, but it's exactly what I'm about to say that Slick just... Uh, put so eloquently in the chat, it's make some fucking new games. And this is the problem. And we've talked about this, about, you know, making making your voice heard 
with your dollar bills and that's that or your credit cards or whatever whatever currency you use the fact is that as soon as you put out a remaster of a game you have two options buy the game or don't and if you don't buy it they'll get the hint hey these hd remasters this shit isn't gonna work capcom did the same thing with devil may cry 4 which really tripped me out because devil may cry 4 even though it was a, a, a decent game it was a good game why are you remastering Devil May, Devil May Cry 4? Why, If you're going to remaster something, why don't you just remaster Devil May Cry 1 through 4 and put that on next-gen consoles? Because that way, at least you can get more people introduced to the series that may have missed out on those previous incarnations. But just to dive into what was essentially the last game in the series to, you know, put it out there for 40 bucks, I just don't understand the logic. Not to mention that it was maybe six months or roughly a year ago that Devil May Cry 4 was was given away for free on Xbox. I believe it was Xbox Live Arcade and PS Plus. So taking that into consideration, why should anybody go and buy the game just because it has prettier graphics? I don't think that that's something that's going to make people super invested in the series. Like when I hear the term HD remaster... I'm thinking, oh, you're going to do the complete series of something. For instance, when the Star Wars trilogy was released on DVD and later on Blu-ray, the, the series was remastered for a new medium. But you didn't get Return of the Jedi or just Empire Strikes Back. You got all three films. And the same thing I feel should apply to games that are being remastered. Why are you just going to remaster Devil May Cry 4? Or why are you going to remaster the original Gears of War when you should just remaster the entire fucking series and release it as a set? At least when you when you give people that type of a value and you go, hey, you're getting three games for 40 bucks. That's that's I'm not co-signing, you know, I'm not co-signing for that, but I'm I'm just saying that at least it'll soften the blow a bit. That's that's where I stand, you know, at least it'll soften the blow a little bit. And that's what bugs me. So to to list Dishonored, again, Dishonored is one game, you're going to remaster it, whatever. Big fucking deal, not a problem. But when you're only remastering God of War uh, God of War 3 and Devil May Cry 4 and not even all of the Gears of War games, but just the first one, it's stupid. See, I have to give Microsoft some credit. Because at least when they released the Master Chief Collection, you got all the Halo games. And it gave people incentive to buy the disc. You know? Slick says, remaster games that are not, you know, remaster games that we are not likely to have or have not played in forever. If they did, if they did an HD remaster of GTA 3, I would mark the fuck out. Especially if it had Vice City and San Andreas. See? That's what I'm talking about. Slick is 100% on the button. Think about it. If you remastered GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, I guarantee you Rockstar would make money hand over fist. Because those are games that are well beyond the shelf life that then, then, you know, than some of the other games that I just mentioned. And that is where I have an issue. You know, my issue is exactly that. You're, you're taking the most recent games and you're essentially just being lazy. Here's an idea. What if Capcom, just as an example, remastered Street Fighter Alpha 1 through 3? 
Yes, we know that there's a thousand versions of Street Fighter on consoles, but what if they remastered Street Fighter Alpha 1 through 3? I guarantee you they would make money hand over fist because it's a game that we haven't fucking seen in ages. And people would be very, extremely likely to pick that up. I'm serious. How about an HD remaster of, I don't know, let me, let me, let me go in the crates. Let's think um, Condemned or Bully. Like, if Rockstar did a remastered edition of Bully, people might be inclined to buy that. Because, again, to, to go with what Slick just said, you're going with stuff that people haven't thought about or people haven't played. And it makes people go, hey, I'd, I'd want to check that out. I'd want to give that a, a shot. Instead, we're relegated to, like I said, the most recent stuff. It's very disheartening. And it's very frustrating. But the worst part is that people are going to run out as soon as they see Gears of War and they're going to buy the game immediately. They're going to run out. Oh, it's a remastered game. It looks beautiful. It looks amazing. It's the same shit we've played. Stop fucking kidding yourselves. And that's what annoys me. Not that they're remastering the games because whatever, it's going to happen. It's the same thing with movies. They get remastered. You buy them. You go along your way. But... These are games that aren't that old. And Slick said it. They're doing it because there's very little work to do aside from improving the graphics because they were on PS3. GTA would have to be done from the ground up. This is true. GTA would have to be done from the ground up. But think about it. Don't you think people would appreciate it more if you remastered those games from the ground up and made them look good? Because then people would say, hey, I'd pay $60 for that. I'm, I'm, I'm being 100% honest. If you released a Street Fighter Alpha collection with all three games and allowed online play and you charge me 60 bucks, I would give you that money gladly. Gladly. Or if you said, hey, we're going to remaster Siphon Filter or the original, the original Metal Gear games fully remastered on new, on new next-gen hardware, I'd fucking do it. I'd buy it. Because then at least you're getting more value. But like Slick said, you're taking the easy way out and giving us the shit that's maybe a year or two old. It's, it's, it's sad, and most, most of all, it is just embarrassing for most, most, most people that go and they spend this money. And I'm embarrassed for them. Because you're going to see some person that's actually going to fall into the trap of buying Gears of War because it got remastered. Who cares? Who gives a shit? You know, I just, I just really don't understand why they would go that route. It's, it's really, and, and, you know, the worst part is that I know that people are going to disagree and they're going to say to me, you know, Rich, you know, you're, you're wrong. You're being short-sighted. And instead, I'm going to tell them, then you're going to be the ones that put us in this predicament. Think about it. When when they said, hey, we're going to charge you $50 for DLC and you had the choice to not buy it myself, slick, most of the rational people that are in our in our chat audience tonight, they're not going to spend this the $50 on DLC because they're going to say, hey, that's fucking stupid. But there are there were people that bought that DLC willingly. So. The developers and the companies realize, hey, we could charge for 50 bucks for a DLC season pass and people will pay it. It's the same thing that I've said with all these different pilot programs. And Slick and I had a really 
lengthy conversation a couple of weeks back about special editions. Special editions used to be, you know, $79, $89, then it creeped into $99, and and you know, again, these are premium editions, but the fact that some of this stuff is isn't valued at that type of a threshold is again just needless. It is a needless way to get people to buy this shit that sometimes it's either poorly constructed or is completely fucking useless. I'm being serious. Think about it. Um, the last Mortal Kombat box box set, 150 bucks. You got the Scorpion statue and you got the game, whatever. I looked on eBay just to see for out of curiosity how much the statue sold for by itself. A pretty decent-sized statue could run at about 75 bucks, let's say, um, especially the coarse one, uh, $75. So 60 bucks, then, you know, let's say $60, $120, you know, $130, let's say. All right, it's negligible that the statue can sell, and I've seen it on eBay. You guys can look it up for yourselves. Between $75 and $85. Okay, fine. The statue looks good. It has it has placement, it looks nice, it's constructed well, no problem. Another example, the Assassin's Creed 3 box set. I remember I had wanted I, I wanted to purchase it because I wanted the uh, the um the American assassin flag and I wanted the Connor statue because I thought it was really well done and I thought that the flag itself was tremendous and they packed some other stuff, a belt buckle and a whole bunch of other cool shit. But the statue right now on eBay, I've looked it up just just for the sake of buying the statue alone, and it's still selling for for eighty bucks. So if you pay a hundred dollars for that, and you decide after you're done with the game to sell the statue, you could make back most of that money. But that was not always the case. For those of you that bought Halo Three with the Master Chief helmet, I remember I was one of those fucking schmucks that did that. I bought it because I'm like, oh, this helmet is cool. And then when I got it, it was, you know, kind of plasticky looking. So, you know, it was it was nice, but it wasn't that great. And a lot of people were under the impression that it was going to be life size, which it wasn't. And I knew that from from the get go. And the worst part was a year later, about a year and a half later, I saw that helmet selling for ninety nine dollars in Best Buy, the full set. And then I even saw it selling for $59.99 for the cost of the game because there were so many of them still on the shelves. Again, one of those things where they tested the market, people bought it, that's how it goes. I just, you know, I'm not telling you guys how to spend your money or what to spend your money on, but really weigh out the value in what you're getting. Like I said, for, for the HD remasters, do you really need to pay $60 for a game that you played on numerous occasions, and I'm citing Gears of War as the example. Seriously, do you really need to go back into the time machine to to relive the adventures of Marcus Phoenix and stupid ass Dom? No, it's not that serious. Especially when you know they're not going to charge you thirty bucks for the game. It's going to be at least fifty or sixty dollars for it. Maybe forty. Maybe. Again, right now I don't have a release date for Dishonored. Um, the definitive edition or for the ultimate edition of Gears of War. But once I get that and some prices, I will share that with you guys. 
We got some WWE 2K news this week as well as WWE 2K16 will once again continue its its trend of being a fall release. WWE 2K16 will be hitting shelves on October 27th, and it looks like they're going to focus primarily um, on the Texas Rattlesnake for the marketing campaign. And I've seen this because the, the thing that gets me is every game that's been coming out, they focus on something, either the career mode or something on, on a particular superstar, whether it was you know the arrival of Sting or Hogan or this year from what's been said and what's been making the rounds, it's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin being the guy who's going to be the main focus. Um, they're probably going to do something similar to the rivalries that they did with um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels and CM Punk and John Cena. Maybe something along those lines. Maybe they're going to let you um, live, relive all those great Austin moments, you know, the cement on Vince's car and all these other moments. We'll see what happens, but all signs point to Stone Cold Steve Austin being the uh, the main focal point for the game when it is released this fall. Again, if you're interested in WWE 2K16, October 27th is the date that you can pencil on your calendars for the time being. So, in some Mortal Kombat DLC news, I wanted to talk about this because some people have reached out and they've said, you know, they've seen my video clips of the J- of the uh, Jason gameplay footage and they were curious if I had any release dates for anybody, anybody else. And usually I try to direct them to follow the NetherRealm Twitter because usually that gives us the most news. Some people are lazy, some people aren't. But for those of you that are curious or are awaiting uh, the unlocking of certain DLC characters know that in June, Tanya will be the the next DLC character available for use. As a matter of fact, that date is June 2nd, and you'll be able to use her starting June 2nd. For those of you that want to buy the characters a la carte, you're going to have to wait a little after, a little later. I believe you're going to be waiting until June 9th, maybe June 10th, if you want to use her character. And for those of you that have the season pass, you're going to get the classic pack one, which is going to feature skins for Kano, Sonya, and Liu Kang, as well as, like I said, Tanya will be unlocked from the game. Um, the thing that gets me with this is, you know, you're unlocking Jason, you're unlocking Tanya, and I understand that you want to do it gradually just to kind of keep interest in the game and keep the game out there. But in all honesty, if you bought the season pass, why can't you just get the fucking characters and be done with it? Like, that's the thing. Like, if you say, hey, June 2nd, Tanya is going to be available as DLC. Okay, great. Everybody that owns Mortal Kombat is either currently playing it, putting it on the back burner and playing The Witcher or any of these other games, or is competing in tournament play where, guess what? The DLC characters can't be fucking used anyway. So for everybody that's that's chomping at the bit to get their hands on on Tanya and, and you know, some of these other characters, I just don't understand the necessity to keep them locked for those of us that bought the season pass, like I said, you can't use them in tournament play anyway. I know that Jason was one character that they said could not be used in tournament play. And I'm sure the same is going to be said for Tanya and most likely the Predator as well. But again, don't quote me on it. Like I said, I know that Jason definitely has been banned from tournament play because I saw that mentioned on numerous social media accounts. But like I said, if you're interested in the Tanya DLC, mark down June 2nd. And if you want to purchase the character a la carte, you're going to put June 9th on your calendar. So later later today, I'm going to be picking up Splatoon for the Wii U. I did pull the trigger. Uh, my wife actually bought the Wii U and has been 
putting in more playing time than I have, which is pretty funny. Uh, we bought we bought it and um, we played. We picked that up. It came with Nintendo Land and Mario, and she also picked up Mario Kart Eight. And we you know we played it a little bit for the last couple of days. She's been putting in more play time than I have, but. The, the motivation to get a Wii U, aside from that, is that I wanted to play Splatoon, which I've been talking about since it was shown at E3 last year. And Splatoon comes out later on today. I'm going to pick it up, and hopefully I'm going to have a review for it. Um, I'd like to say by Monday, I know I owed you guys a Mortal Kombat X review, and I seriously dropped the fucking ball because real life gets in the way. But I think Splatoon is not going to occupy enough time in my schedule to... Um, not allow me to give you guys a review of the game. Thus far, um, the general consensus has been quite positive for the game. Some people like it. Some people feel that it's typical, you know, Nintendo drivel. Depends on who you ask. But I'd like to say that it's something that Nintendo hasn't done, you know, going first person. Well, not first person, but just doing a shooter game. And again, it's introducing new characters, which, by the way, um, the Amiibos for that game were actually stolen from a from a retailer recently. Like, their entire shipment of Amiibos just for Splatoon were stolen, which is insane. Not to mention that retailers are being really, really tight with their, um, with their inventory for the next wave of Amiibo figures, which include the characters fl- from Splatoon. This is bananas. Like, I saw on Kotaku and a couple of sites what Amazon is going to be doing to release the characters, and I've also seen in a couple of local GameStops just handwritten signs on the door, hey, we're going to get the Amiibos, limited one per customer, pre-order whichever ones you want, you know, the typical GameStop bullshit. But it's just crazy that this Amiibo trend has really just taken a life of its own. I know a lot of people that are purchasing Amiibos and are actually customizing them just for collector pieces, which is which is cool. I've seen that. Um Isaiah just told me that at Target, it's a two per customer unless there's not enough in stock. That's that's what I'm saying. Like this Amiibo craze has gotten has got to the point where a lot of retailers are cracking down. And obviously part of it is just Nintendo's marketing strategy of not putting enough of them in stores. But of course, there's also that reseller value. Like I said, I've I've partaken in it and, you know, it it was good. It was profitable, but it's I just don't want to deal with the bullshit. But again, if if you're looking out for those Wave 4 Amiibos or the Splatoon ones, definitely look up a couple of different retailers. Your mileage will vary depending on which retailers you hit up, but most of them are either going to have very strict requirements or they're only going to limit it they're going to limit it to one per customer. So, if you're trying to pick up the full set or you're trying to pick up a couple of different ones, you're going to have to either work a couple of different angles or you're going to have to try a couple of different retailers just because it's it's getting really, really crazy, and the Wave hasn't even hit stores yet. I'm sure that if you're here in New York City, you can go to the Nintendo store, and you may fare better, but for those of you that don't want to take the, the, the journey into Manhattan to, to pick that up here in New York City, you're going to have to check your mom-and-pop establishments, and as always, keep an eye on the big-box retailers that not too many people frequent. I mean, for us here... In my area, you know, we have Target, we have Walmart, but there's so many Targets and so many Walmarts that you can pretty much pick and choose, and we all have that one Target or that one Walmart that's in an area that people just don't go to buy the shit 
that you would expect. We all have it. We all keep it in our Rolodex. And it's usually the last place that we go to when we're trying to look for something exclusive to a big box store. So, again, you know, get your strategies together and let me know if you're picking up Splatoon uh, either via social media or drop me a line. I'm curious, you know, I'm curious to see what you guys think of the game and if you guys are going to enjoy it as much as I plan to or just, you know, what opinions you have on it. I really, really would like to hear from you. Um, Isaiah says... Not my target. We got four of the Jigglypuffs. That's it. <laughs> Don't go to the Bronx one. <laughs> duly noted. Duly noted. Um, before we wrap up the gaming news for this week, I did want to talk about E3. E3 is uh, coming up very, very quickly. And <laughs> um, very, very cute, Slick. Um, E3 is coming up very quickly, and people are chomping at the bit to break as many e3 news as possible a couple of things i do want to talk about uh before we wrap up i know that xbox is releasing a new controller with a 3.5 jack for headphones whoop the fucking do no one cares um with regards to games at this point there are a couple of titles that are on my radar but nothing crazy again e3 is a spectacle that for as much as i'd love to be there in person I know that I could just as easily deliver the news from E3 from the courtesy of my couch or from my very own office. But I will say that as always, as has been customary for every year, myself and the Rageworks team, as well as Danny and the team from Royal Flush Magazine, will definitely be getting E3 content out for you guys. Danny will be at E3 and she will be sharing and forwarding me content and, of course, I will be covering what I can here as well during the work hours, and I'm sure Slick will chime in as well. We are going to cover E3 to the best of our ability. I know there's going to be a lot of stuff out there. You're going to go to all your other outlets, but we're going to try and give you, as always, interesting and unique perspectives, plus genuine opinions that are not uh, gift-wrapped in you know glorified ass-kissing for free games. If a game sucks, it sucks. If a game is good, it's good. If it's a glorified demo which Slick, you know, is very, very passionate about shitting on, then we'll let you know that as well. E3 goes down June 16th through the 18th, and, um, you know, just keep it locked here to Rageworks and to episodes of My Take Radio for all our E3 coverage. All right, so with that, we are going to wrap up the gaming for this week. I know that Ben and Taylor are scheduled to call in for um, this week's uh, gaming and um, excuse me, uh, this week's entertainment segment. But while they get themselves prepped to call in, let's jump right into it because there's quite a bit of, of entertainment news this week. So let's get that ball rolling. So I do want to touch on this before getting into the other entertainment news of the week. And that is all the stuff that's going on with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad has been releasing tons and tons and tons of stuff to the to the inter to the inner tubes, to the interwebs for for weeks and weeks and weeks. And most of it is coming straight from the from the people on set. It's coming from fans. It's coming from journalists that are in the area. And what gets me is the fact that so many people are dismissing this film already. 
because either they don't like the fact that the Joker has a purple car or the fact that the Batmobile looks fucking ridiculous. You know, it is it is mayhem at its best. And here's here's where I stand with regards to that. Much like trailers, which a lot of people try not to watch because they don't want to get a full glimpse of the movie or because they don't want their experience ruined. The fact is that you're you're seeing all these photos on the web, but you're seeing nothing else. Yeah, you could see somebody's shaky cam Instagram footage or someone's really grainy photo of Harley and the Joker in the Joker's car. But the fact remains that we have no idea what the fuck is going on. It's just, oh, look, it's the Joker in a purple car. Or, hey, look, it's the Joker and Harley. Or, look, it's... Ben Affleck's stunt double dressed as Batman riding on the roof of the car. It's not the end of the world with regards to that stuff. Here's here's my suggestion for those that are quote unquote offended or annoyed by the influx of movie, uh, you know, of stuff relating to this film or any other. Much like Captain America Civil War, which is filming in Atlanta, which a lot of my coworkers from my from my Atlanta office have been sending me photos because the shit is being shot near them so they'll say hey look here's a photo of captain america and a winter soldier it's kind of shitty but you know use it if you want and the fact is that when i see that stuff i you know it's cool and i like it but i don't automatically jump to share it because the quality is shit and it's not really accomplishing anything and i'm sure some bigger outlet is going to have a bigger photo and a better photo from somebody closer to the film and the fact is that if you don't want to see the stuff don't click it it's the same thing when people complain about buzzfeed articles and clickbait you fell for it. As soon as you see the article that says, which cat are you? The instant, your, your instant response should be none of them because I ain't clicking that shit. But no, there's always that one anti-establishment fucker who I'm friends with that will eventually put it up and it'll be like, oh, I'm a Maine Coon cat or, you know, I'm a fucking tabby. And I'm like, aren't you the same asshole that complains about people sharing articles from the onion or, or people sharing articles from Complex or any of these other sites. You're the same guy, but here you are taking a test that says, you know, which one of Skeletor's bunions are you? It's, it's, it's funny, but it just amuses me that people get so bent out of shape when all this movie stuff is coming out. All you got to do is disconnect from the internet. Either, either don't read the shit or don't look at Facebook while you're at work or scroll past it. But I'm serious. We live in an era of information overload. And, and like I said, with stuff like Meerkat and Periscope and all these other services, it's, it's never going to stop. On the contrary, you're either going to have to adapt or ignore. Simple as that. Slick can tell you, and I've talked about this before, when it's something that's important that I want to check out, I don't click or look at anything because I want to enjoy it and I want to go in with no, kind, with no personal bias. Looking at 14 movie trailers doesn't bug me in the least. Why? Because it's my fucking job. And either I, I can put together the entire movie or I can't. But at the end of the day, that's, that's part of my job. It's what I got to do. But for those of you that are just clicking shit on the internet, don't click it. Simple as that. Anyway, Slick has informed me that Ben and Taylor are on, are on cue. So let me bring the boys in. Let me bring in Ben first. Ben, what's up, brother? Welcome back. What's up, man? Mayhem, dude, mayhem. Just people, just people wilding out on social media about stuff that they just have no control over. <laughs> I mean, that's that's always. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Let me bring Taylor in here. 
Taylor, welcome to the party. What's going on, man? It's good. It's good. It's good to have both of you on air with me for once, and me not showing up in your chat room just typing shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. So, before I brought you guys on, you know everybody's been really vocal about all this Suicide Squad shit, and you know I've seen yeah. Ben share some yeah. stuff, and you know I I, I want to know from from you guys, how, where do you guys stand with with all this stuff that's been coming out? Because I think this is one of the first movies in a long time. Where every day it's like, oh, here's some shots from the set. Oh, look, here's a grainy Instagram video. I mean, like, on one hand, I can get how people are like, I don't want to see all that stuff yet. But on yeah. the other hand, like you were saying, like, no one's forcing anyone to click on it. That's right. Like, I, I don't care because, like, I, I used, like you said, you still don't know what the movie is really about. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, so I, I just, I mean, I, I want to see it, but, you know, um, no one's forcing me to click on any of it. I, I do find it weird that they're so readily releasing all this when we've seen virtually nothing from Batman v Superman. But, um, I mean, it is what it is. They're pulling a hokey dope. Well, let me, let, me, let me spin it this way. We both, we, you know, we all know and, you know, Henry Cavill has gone on record as saying, he goes, yo, Batman versus Superman is not a sequel to Man of Steel. And, I kind of find that logic to be flawed because uh, last time I checked, the movie takes place after Man of Steel, which would kind of indicate that the shit is a sequel to a degree. Now, as for <laughs> um, go ahead, Ben. I'll let I'll let you I'll let you touch on it first. Oh no, that was, that was Taylor. That was Taylor. I mean, go ahead, Taylor. Yeah, it, it, it's got to be a sequel. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not all the way sure about that, man. It well, takes place in the same world, though, so it has to be a people. <laughs> I mean, I understand, but I mean, I, I may be ignorant of some of your fact, but I mean, like, it's not—it's encompassing more than than him. It's a—it's a—it's a, a lead to what, what we know is coming as far as the Justice League right. you know, movies or whatever. So I don't know if you could technically call it a sequel to Man of Steel. Okay, you could because well, it happened after Man of Steel. <laughs> well, see, I hear you, bro. No, I, I oh, see. Listen, I'm, I don't. I don't tend to be the most intelligent on these issues. I'm just putting my No, and I'm actually glad that you said that. And the reason I say it is because when you look at it from the the Superman perspective, you're expanding the universe for Superman, which to a degree, True. yeah, is not a complete sequel. But the problem is that you're still using the events from the first film. So using that logic of yo, it's not a this sequel to Man of Steel doesn't make any sense i think the correct response that he should have said or even just in general should have been this uh batman versus superman is going to expand on the universe that was created from man of steel that would make everybody happy that, oh you know not a sequel a lot, that sounds a lot better exactly and that's yeah. and that's the problem like we all know that suicide squad and all this shit takes place in the same universe and while i'm happy that i'm that they're doing suicide squad and i'm happy that they're doing all these movies I kind of feel that DC is doing, and, and you know, it's a terrible way to say it, but they, they're really doing like a comic movie gangbang at this point. And the reason I say that is because there's 14 projects going on at once, and there's casting for all this DC shit. DC is doing the most. Yeah, like, I mean, like, we, we've talked about it in our show. Like, they are doing too much too quickly. Yep. Like, you can't, like, you, you're, you're, you're trying to shove it all in too too fast. Like you gotta 
Catch-up mode like, isn't even the word for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's clear they're doing playing catch-up. You, you can't, you're not catching Marvel. Like, that's just not, it's not happening. Even if these movies are success, yeah. are a success, they're still not catching Marvel. They no. do all these projects and they will come and quit trying to, you know, put on the damn pants too fast. Like, come on. No, it, it's... It's a hundred percent true, and and here's the thing that gets me: Marvel has a strategy where they create synergy between film and television, and they then tie it all together. Like you don't have to watch, you don't have to watch bullshit ass Agents of Shield to understand what's going on. It helps, but you don't need to do it. You don't need to watch Daredevil to grasp what's going on in the Marvel universe. But each project and each product acknowledges the existence of the other. DC's like, hey, guess what? We're going to do 17 shows, 14 movies, none of them tie together, and nobody can play in the same sandbox. And what that does is it cripples the TV. It cripples the TV product, which is good, and really really just says, you know, the work that you guys are doing on television doesn't mean shit. (laughs) So what I heard, and and if they do this, I mean, from what I heard, and if they do this, be really ambitious and kind of really stupid. They're going yeah. to view it as a multiverse, oh. like which is something that fucked up their comic book too. Yep, comic books too. But we're gonna, but they want to view it as a multiverse. We're gonna kill one multiverse that's created another one. Yep. Yeah, like that, that. Like I read this in an article maybe a month or so ago that there's a chance they're gonna do a multiverse where you know these all t- because the Flash has been playing around with with the thought of a multiverse so they i guess what they're thinking is oh okay well we have our flash and then a tv flash and at some point down the line we might have them meet which means they all take place in the same multiverse which is stupid yep getting too, getting too far ahead of yourself exactly and here's here's the thing with that let's let, like 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 look at green arrow green arrow did a good job setting up the suicide squad they did a good job. And again, you're doing a small-ass budget. You're essentially making Arrow for, for nothing, for peanuts. And it's, it's consistently yeah. a decent show. And the worst part is that they set up Harlequin. Everybody was hype. And then they're like, oh, yeah, since she's being used in the movie, fuck you guys. It's like, oh, okay. Well, we, <laughs> you know, we shouldn't have teased that then. Or, or Deadshot or Deathstroke. Like, De- like Manu Bennett did a, an amazing job. they got the... Um... Oh, I'm, I'm surprised they got to keep uh what's the the, the girl they got like the Japanese symbol on her mask. Oh, uh, uh, katana. Katana. Yeah, katana. I was I was surprised they were able to keep her. Like you and me both. <laughs> like, I think they, uh, you know not to cut you off. Though, all I all I was gonna say is that they 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 kept her because her storyline was so interwoven with Oliver's at that point that they're like fuck it we got to take the L. <laughs> uh, this um DC is. DC is doing so much. Like that's one thing with Marvel. Like because they basically said all this stuff is taking place in the same universe. You yeah. really you you don't get these issues where you have to take one character from a show that you want to use in a movie. You, you, like if they want to use the Kingpin in the next Spider-Man movie, they can just get Vincent uh, Creel and bam, it's the same. It's the same Kingpin. Yeah, it, it just seems like DC said, "Okay, we're going to do this. We'll come back to this later." We're going to do put this out there. Like they didn't three take all this through, and they're doing it by the seat of the pants. And yeah. and here's here's the uh, here's the other thing before I, I go through the other news that 
DC, the guys that are doing the TV shows, you don't have to pay them that much money because they're grateful to have fucking jobs. Like I'm not even trying to be a I'm not even trying to be a dick about it, but do you think that the kid from the Flash would not have jumped at the chance to throw I mean, that suit on and be on screen with Ben Affleck I mean, and yo, you could have paid him scale? <laughs> he should have been he should have been the Flash of the movies. Like I, I, I thought that when when they first announced what Ezra Miller yep. or what's the name? Yeah. I never, yeah. I never got that whole thing. Two flash. Like uh, what was the point of you knew that they had already planned this show. Yep. Because exactly. the Flash had been teased on Arrow before they announced the Flash movie. What is the point of having two separate people completely playing the Flash? That doesn't make any sense to me. But they want to separate the, the TV from the uh, from the movie, and then you get you know you get Legends of Tomorrow, which is a whole other thing. They, they're building a TV universe that has nothing to do with the, the movie universe. It's just too much going on. Well, I got I got two things to blow your mind before we we go into into the entertainment news and, and the summer movies. They, they're they saying that oh, for The Flash, they want the 90s Flash, you know, who's his father in the show, they want that Flash to yeah, be acknowledged yeah. as a different timeline <laughs> in the multiverse. Because, oh. how, because they were saying that there's a scene when they show um, Barry with the handcuffs, which is true. Like, he's looking, mm -hmm. he's sitting in, in, the, in the jail cell with his dad talking to him through the glass, and I'm like, whoa, that would be crazy because think about it. They had Mark Hamill play the same character he played in the old show anyway. Yeah. Yep. With, see, now that's see, smart I thinking. Actually, see, here's my thing with Flash. Now, I know Taylor doesn't really like the Flash show, but I like it for, because not, I, I like it because like they, they'll do things like that. Like they showed Jay Garrick's helmet. Yep. They didn't give you any background to why I was there. But uh, Thorne like, freaked out when he saw it. Yep, he's now, like, I gotta go. At some point, you're gonna see Jay Garrick. Like, it, it, it's just, I, I like how they, they, they're they doing a better job than the movies are of hinting towards bigger things. Yep. Yeah. My my thing about the fly, like we've been talking about, it's not that, again, I appreciate what he's talking about, what they're doing with it, but it's just, just the bare bones of the show. I, just, I can't watch it because I'm just not, entertained by the acting. So I, I applaud what they're doing with plot lines like that, that, that hit the bigger thing, but just, just me, I can't. Well, not, not Flash. I, I can't. Well, here's now, another I'll, crazy... I'll say this. Go ahead, Taylor. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, brother. No, I was just going to say, Flash, as you know, corny as I think some of it is, I would really rather start that than that monstrosity that it's going to be Supergirl. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's the thing, and, and I'm glad you brought up Supergirl, and I'm going to reference that too, but they're saying that they may actually give Tom Welling some money so that that motherfucker can be Superman, which in turn would tie that oh. unit. Yeah, because if you've noticed, but he's been alluded to on Arrow briefly. He's been alluded to on The Flash and they kind of show, you know, they show him in the Supergirl trailer, and I'm like, okay, nobody's given, no, Henry Cavill's not just going to show up on a TV show because that's not his thing. But there was a rumor, they're like, yo, maybe we're going to, they're going to use. Something? I did not see Superman on that trailer. Did I miss something? Yeah, there's a. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't see him. Right. You, you, uh, you see, like, what the, his outline. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Here's my thing with that. You can have Superman. But you're now making Arrow seem like he was unaware of the world. Exactly. Period. For a long time. Because when the show first started, they were 
strictly, and, and I remember reading this, they were strictly no superpowers. Right. Okay. Then then it shifted towards, okay, well, we can have some superpowers. We'll have the Flash. <laughs> and then the Flash was successful. They were like, well, I guess we can, we can have the whole damn Lazarus pit. Exactly. <laughs> Kang the Conqueror now. Yep. And Hot Girl. Really? And then, doing Kang yeah, the Conqueror? Yes, that's the, uh, the wow. villain in... Uh, no, you. You got it. You got it so, confused. You got it confused. Kang the Conqueror is Marvel. The villain for Legends of Tomorrow is Vandal Savage. Oh, yeah, Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage, who are they're basically the same person. I was like, really? But Vandal Savage. <laughs> yeah, Vandal Savage. They, they're basically the same character. But yeah, uh, Vandal Savage. And, and you're doing all this now. So, like, where was Superman when, like, uh, Deathstroke, like, was attacking Star City? Like. Where is Superman when when all this stuff is happening? Like you can't you can't just add Superman in because then the question is like, well, where the hell were you yep. when this stuff was going on? Yeah, I'm like a Marvel executive. Let me explain this. Well, you know, you know, it, it's 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 good that you you brought that up. And the thing I wanted to say, and you know, slick slick messaged me because <laughs> you know he told me he's like, yo, I saw the Supergirl pilot, and you know he was like, yo, I didn't, you know, he was like, yo, I thought I wasn't feeling it, whatever. And I wanted I wanted to, to to acknowledge that. And the reason he was like, yo, you should check out the pilot. Here's here's the reason why I'm not. I, 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 and I said it to him. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to check out the pilot because I want to watch the shit fresh when the shit drops. Yeah, that way. Like me. Yeah, well, not only that, but I just want to watch it clean without any influence whatsoever. Aside from the fact that I understand the disdain for the Supergirl show for most comic fans. But and I said this to Slick. You know, Green Arrow, when Green Arrow first started, how many episodes was that motherfucker shirtless? <laughs> you know? Or, or, and, or And to be honest, like, the first season of Arrow was pretty horrible. Exactly. Like, I mean, like, you know? It was pretty damn bad. Yeah, it was him shirtless and him just making out with all these different chicks and a lot of crying and a lot of real tense jawlines. But, I mean, but you gotta look, it's... it's- the CW demo. So no, I mean, no, no. I mean, you gotta lean towards the demo, don't you? Right, right. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because a lot of people were were quick to to just you know give you know toss Supergirl in the trash, and I had to say you gotta give it a shot because, and I'll say this for this reason, <clears throat> because girls are stuck watching garbage on TV, and the and the female and the female demographic when it comes to comic books has increased drastically drastically and we had but this isn't the show for that fan base this is not going to be the show for that i'm going to watch it for them so this show is not it's not that it really is it's it's pretty little liars with superpowers right but but here's here's, like okay no what i was going to say is here's the thing pretty little liars for superpowers again not for us but you're catering to a demo that needs that and see, that's what happens. We're we're so enamored with our own shit. Don't get me wrong. I love the Flash. I love Arrow. Fuck. I even have good things to say about Gotham when Bruce Wayne isn't being a prissy little bitch. But um, the fact is that you know th- th- there's other audiences out there, and that's what that's all I'm trying to say. Like, yo, if I watch this shit after three episodes, and I said it to Slick, if I watch it after three episodes and the shit's not for me, then I'm just gonna be like, yo, it's not for me. I've been trying to to tough it out with iZombie. That shit isn't for everybody, but I read a couple of the books, and I was like, hey, I'm going to fuck with it, see what's going on. And if it works, great. If it doesn't work, all I got to do is hit stop recording on my DVR and go about my business. <laughs> but see, my whole thing about it is that I, 
I'm just saying you're right, but I'm I'm because you look at the climate of what shows are like like really really popular, and even though like the, these shows have large female fans, you don't take the Walking Dead and the Game of Thrones and things like that. But they have huge female fans, and so just just because this is a like I just say it Ben, a, like a girl power type rah rah type. Thing yeah, it is a girl well, power rah rah. But you but, need that for that demo. Little yeah. girls need that. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. Oh, I'm not, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I'm, I'm not saying nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that you know that's not the only. You can't pigeonhole females that they're going to like this and push it out to them. Like, right? They might not. They might think this is corny, just like we do. Exactly. But you got to you know let and, you got to let I, it I, sink. I didn't really. Oh, <clears throat> see, I, I didn't really think about it the way the Rich was saying. Like, yeah. I mean, if this is targeted towards teenage girls. Then that's fine. Yeah, that's totally uh, fine. That's totally fine. Yeah, it, but like I don't know, like because like when I first saw it, that's not how I was thinking. Yeah, because it, I, it, I was thinking like this is a superhero show and this shit looks terrible. Right. Yeah. Like if if, you, if you're marketing if you're marketing it to an advanced demo, like I don't like just the females we know, then they're not gonna watch this. Right. No. <laughs> right. But but they're just not gonna watch this. No, and and I'm and I'm glad I'm glad we're having this discussion because this is what people aren't aren't seeing you know you guys have that 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 opinion which is exactly what i'd like to say 85 percent of the people i know said when they saw it, they were like yo this is some real candy candy ass cotton candy sweet type shit and i said yeah but you got to remember what D- dc was putting uh, dc put out a press release that they're doing a line of superhero stuff just for girls because marvel can't even put black widow on a fucking t-shirt you see what I'm saying? So, it, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I don't know what's up with that. They are doing a Captain Marvel movie. I, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, they are. What, what, what is going on with Marvel's weird? Let's not include Black Widow in things. Anything? Yeah. Um, I have they ever said why they do that? Well, somebody, somebody actually said, and and of course it was. An, un, an anonymous source, but they said that when they did a merchandising meeting with Disney, they were like, when we put Black Widow on T-shirts, little boys don't want to wear them because they see a girl on the T-shirt. And I said to, when I read that, I said, what the fuck, little boys, are you raising? Because I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know very many boys that will see that, because the shirt, because for the first event <clears throat> movie, she was on the shirts, and the shirts have, like, other superheroes on them. Like I don't, I don't know very many little boys that'd be like, if, yeah, I'm not wearing that because she's. If on you it. like the Avengers and she's superhero on the Avengers, you're gonna buy the shirt regardless of what that garbage did. Very wearing. good. <laughs> I mean, but these, say, I mean, we, we say this, and there, there's people at Cartoon Network that canceled Young Justice because little, little, little girls like, even, like they, even have these, that these people are extremely out of touch. Right, <laughs> they are. No, I agree. I agree a hundred a hundred and fifty percent. But that's the thing. Like Supergirl and, and everybody's like, Oh, Supergirl's probably gonna take place in the Arrow and Flash universe. And it's like, all right, well if the Superman rumor doesn't pan out, you can use Supergirl just the same. And who knows? Maybe it'll grow on people the way that the Flash showing up in Arrow has made people want to give the Flash a shot. The the thing I, I had to say about it is that as soon as I saw the casting and I'm like Callista Flockhart, I said this is going to be a show geared toward yo, that demo. I, I told, yo, Ben, <laughs> I, I told Ben that I said, you know what? That's the chick from 
Felicity. I know exactly who they're aiming this show for. Yep, and Allie McBeal. You know, she's from. You know, she's the Allie McBeal, and even McCod Brooks, who's playing. Exactly. Who's playing? You know, James Olsen. It's like motherfucker, you are on True Blood. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's meant to be pretty. Yeah, like <laughs> <job. laughs> like okay, Slit, you you didn't see the trailer, did you? Oh, you, you did, right? I, I did. I absolutely saw all six minutes yeah, Rich, of it. I, my bad, Rich. I, I called you Slit. I called you Slit, Rich. Okay, did, did any you all remember the part in the office where she says you can't name her Supergirl, and then they go into that whole thing? That part hurt me so bad. I have no idea why. Well, no. I understand why it irked you. And the, there was a guy, I believe it was on Reddit. He was like, so let me get this straight. Oh. Because Supergirl pees sitting down, just like the editor of the magazine, you don't want to differentiate <laughs> her from girl and woman. And I'm like, woman. okay. I'm like, okay, that's a little deeper than I would have thought. But again, that's the audience. That's that Pretty whole... Much. You know, that whole labeling. I know. You know, but, but people right. took it there. <laughs> I mean, like, like like I've said about it, so, like, I, I don't think it'll be particularly good, but, like, now that I think about it, it it's not made for me. It's not made it's for not, the specific type of nerd I exactly. am. Exactly. So, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll just same, won't watch it. It's the same it. way that even though some girls did grow up watching Dragon Ball Z, it definitely wasn't aimed towards them. It was aimed towards... Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Oh. Everything there about Dragon Ball Z character at all. Dude, at all. Everything about Dragon Ball Z screamed, this is what little boys are going to play with every day of their lives. <laughs> you know, like that's a, that's what it screamed. Even though in the new Dragon Ball Z game, you know, you can create like a female Saiyan, which I I've always said I'm like, really they haven't really pulled the trigger if Bulma, on that. If, Bulma, well, if, if I remember Bulma's correctly, personality on think... Dragon Ball Z. Come on. Like if I remember correctly, I don't think there were any female Saiyans. Pan, or well, something. Pan, Pan is Pan is a female. No, I mean, I meant like like original, like, oh, like well, on the well, planet. No. Like, I, yeah, if I remember correctly, like they specifically said there were no female fans. Oh, okay, but well, I don't know if there were any female warrior fans, but I don't like I I remember seeing some females. Like, I mean, oh, I'm totally wrong about that. Well, you know, I do remember seeing some. When I saw when I saw the last Dragon Ball Z film with Beerus. And, you know, Videl was like, yo, I'm pregnant. And they were like, yo, there, there's a Saiyan in there. There's a Saiyan in there. And the motherfucker yeah. had a power level. I'm like, I need my kid to have a power level as soon as I create him. But um, the, fact, the, the fact was that, hey, you know, Videl got pregnant. That clearly means that Saiyans needed women to reproduce. So they never depicted yeah, any. And I it's like, it. yo, what's going on up there? Yeah, they, they never really... Uh, they never really explained that, but that that last yeah. Dragon Ball Z movie was just the, the only word I have for it is fluff. But yeah, well, you know what's funny about it? I didn't hate it, but it was way too much comedy for me personally. Like as exactly the, when I will say this though, when and 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 you know, even though we went off the off off the rails with this, it's all good. When um. When Bulma, when Bulma did get slapped and, and Vegeta went bananas, I was oh like, oh, my God. I'm like, shit's about to get real. And then they were clowning him at that the end. The, I was like, see, that's good comedy because they were clowning the shit out. They're like, that oh, look was at the this. scene of the entire movie. That, that made the movie. Yeah, well, that and at the end when they were like, yo, you hard ass motherfucker, you got all soft and shit when your wife got slapped. And he was like, no, no, no. You know, you do the same thing, right, Kakarot? And he was just like, yeah, okay. Vegeta was not having any of it. Hell no. But um, yeah. let's jump into the entertainment news and then we'll wrap up with the, the summer movie. So 
They got a release date for a sequel to World War Z, which is ridiculous. Not only that, but the sequel is supposed to come out June 9th, 2017, and it's supposed to go up against, get this, Fantastic Four 2, even though Fantastic Four 1 hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> There's a very good chance that it won't go up against Fantastic Four 2. There's a very good chance that it won't be a Fantastic Four 2 right there. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm, ex- I wouldn't say excited, you're definitely not going to use that word, are you? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, World War Z wasn't bad, although I like the book. It's not like, more. oh, my God, I'm hyped for World War Z. Like, the hype train isn't the same with that one. Like, no. Also, like, how is there a second movie? Like, exactly. Like, they found, they figured out because like, how to stop the zombies already. Like, <laughs> like I'm, not, I'm not sure, like, what's going to be happening in the second movie. Let me tell you, as a guy who read the book from cover to cover on two occasions and thought it was probably one of the most compelling zombie narratives that I've read, you know, aside from The Walking Dead, which is a book, I was when I saw the movie, I was like, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? The only high point of that movie (laughs) were the zombies forming into fucking zombie devastator and trying to jump into the chopper when they were in Israel. That was it. Everything else was dog shit. Yeah, especially because it was nothing like the book. No. Like it was, it was. There, I, I guess it was parts of the book they I, used. I haven't read. Like, it. I was out of this part of the conversation. Yeah, it was the book. Like basically, the book is a. <clears throat> what's the best way to describe it? Like a journal. Yep. Of uh, it's, it's different people's accounts of the zombie apocalypse. Yep. And like. The, the the movie didn't do that. Let's just say that. no. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it did. It didn't. I mean, I think I have I have a, a PDF of it, Taylor. I could send it to you because it 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 really gotcha. is a great book. And you know, it it talks about like when people like when the zombie apocalypse got so real that they had to wait until the winter that the zombies froze for them to get out of their houses. Like that's some real hardcore like real world shit. Like I always I always laugh at yeah. the Walking Dead because I'm like, yo, doesn't it? Doesn't it get cold? <laughs> Doesn't it get cold down there? Like apparently not in the part of Georgia there. Yep. Uh, apparently it's always it's always spring or summertime. That's Georgia, it. It's always that's sunny and it's always sunny in Georgia. <laughs> but um the other the other bit of news I wanted to bring bring about, and it's because, you know, you guys kind of sparked this with your conversations on numerous episodes of Black as the New Black was the uh the Michael B. Jordan casting for Johnny Storm for Fantastic Four. So he actually wrote an article. He wrote an article for Entertainment Weekly where he addressed the color line and he said, you know, you're not supposed to go on the internet when you're cast as a superhero. But after taking on Johnny Storm, a character originally written with blonde hair and blue eyes, I wanted to check the pulse out there. As soon as I read that, I said, That's a bad fucking idea. <laughs> I yeah, said that was, that was terrible idea. Yeah, that was <laughs> I mean he he had he had all the good intentions in the world, but that was a bad Yeah, so he goes, I didn't want to be ignorant about what people are saying. Turns out this is what they're saying. A black guy? I don't like it. They must be doing it because Obama's president. And it's not true to the comic. That That is what You know what's funny is I've read some of these people's, like, (laughs) complaints. And, like, they actually don't have any. Like, it's just he's black. Like, there's no other real complaint. That's it. Well... Again, he's not he's not lying. You just can't say it. You just can't do it. Well, 
Well, here's 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 where I stand on it, and I've talked about this, and I'm gonna bring it bring it to you, bring it out for you guys to see. When when Sam Jackson was cast as Nick Fury, I said, "Yo, yeah. that works," because hey, in the Ultimate Marvel Universe, Nick Fury is black, exactly, and he looks like Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. But when they said, hey, we're just going to make the Human Torch black, I said, wait a minute. Ultimate Human Torch, not black. Marvel 616 Universe, Human Torch. Gee, not black. Robotic Human Torch that was doing shit with Submariners, corny ass. Gee, not black. See the issue here? For me, it's not a a question of whether he's black or he's white. But I said, hey, if you wanted to do something different, you could have made Ben Grimm black. (laughs) True. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, my my thing was like when when I first saw it, I thought like that's kind of unnecessary. Like it was just an unnecessary change. I agree. Um, I just think the 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 vitriol towards that being like vitriol is a little bit much for me. Like I understand. Yeah, that that was my thing. Like it was. Yeah, that was my thing. Like it was an unnecessary change. Yes, but Michael B. Jordan one isn't a bad actor. No, and two, like I don't feel like the people who did it were like. Well, let's give us a black. Like they just, I, I, I kind of feel like they were just like, well, we don't want to give these rights back to Marvel. Yep. We don't well, want this to be the exactly. same movie. Right, exactly. but the, so but, we need to change something. No, well, here I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I felt that Michael B. Jordan, his casting was because Josh Trank wanted to show him some love after Chronicle, because if anybody knows Chronicle, Chronicle is probably one of the most underrated superhero movies out there. Because Chronicle it's I like, great. I like Chronicle a lot. Man. Exactly. So you want you know you and and Josh Trank is like you know I wanted a bar to to create something along those lines and that's great. But again, so basically Franklin Richards is the father and you know he's black and Human Torch is black and then you're basically saying that Sue Storm is adopted. You know, like I mean, uh, I mean, Frank uh, adopted a white child. Right, which, uh, which again, which again, uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan yeah, talking about look outside and look at the climate. My mother was a lifelong foster parent. Never, yeah. ever, ever, ever was a child placed in my house <laughs> that was white. The closest thing to white was Hispanic white, which is still no. black. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah. you know, like Pretty I much. just. And that's and that's what I said when I read it. I'm like, I understand you're trying to defend your portrayal, and I'm sure he'll do a good job. But you know what? Fox just really wanted to be dicks about it, and they're like, "Yo, we just need to keep these rights, and we're just gonna do this, yeah, and much. we're gonna hope for the best, and maybe Marvel will follow suit." And the thing is that Marvel, and you guys know this because you guys are comic readers, has slowly but surely fuck y'all. Yeah, Marvel Marvel has slowly but surely made everything in the cinematic universe a part of the comic universe. Like Black Nick Fury is the son of White Nick Fury, who ends up still becoming director of Shield and Coulson who was like a one-off character is now a regular character. And you know that works. But Marvel's Tyler like the Witch and Quicksilver are no longer mutants. Exactly, or conveniently. Magneto in any way. Yeah, conveniently. But it works. But it works. Right, but Marvel was like, yo, we did that, and that's cool. But you essentially want to create a black human torch. Why? Because you were bored? Like, I can understand where Marvel was like, yeah, like really? Yeah, now I see what you're saying. Like, like you just want to create a black torch, not, not because you want to connect it to anything. You just right. want it to do it. Basically. Right. Yeah, 
and I mean, I, I just, I personally, I think he'll do a fine job. But I think so. Of course he will. It was no reason for them to really go about it. I mean, or crazy idea, they could have not made another Fantastic Four movie. They could have <laughs> just not done that. They could have just let that rock. <laughs> they could have. But the funny thing is that Marvel, yeah, no, um, you know, Fox Fox wanted to keep those rights for dear life because they know that the Fantastic Four universe, by 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 proxy, gives them Silver Surfer, gives them Galactus. So, you know, when this whole big yeah. Infinity War shit goes down, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Silver <clears throat> Surfer, kind of important. Uh, yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. You ain't using them. Or, hey, you know, Galactus, the shit that we made, essentially a giant tornado. Yeah, that guy? Yeah, yeah no. giant cloud. <laughs> a giant swarm of insects. That's it. It's like, uh, yeah, no, you're not going to use those guys because we wanted to do a black human torch and yacht it and cosign. So Marvel turned around and said, yeah, those books, yeah, those Fantastic Four books, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> First family, my ass. All of them. Like, all, all of them were dead. Yep. And... and Marvel's not going to lose any sleep making those movies without Galactus. Or yep. They will figure out a way to do this. I mean, you you want yeah, me personally? Funny though, like how they they basically killed all of them. Yep. And, and like in the comic book now, they're all dead. like except Fox. Lee. Like Fox seems like the 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 petty the petty person on Instagram that go like those people be, like they seem so petty. Yep. Well, you know you know what's funny? It's like Sony, which you know was a juggernaut, and even though they said that the last Spider-Man movies didn't make money, I gotta be real. It's like, what kind of money were you guys expecting? Billion-dollar Avengers money? Hate to break it to you guys. That shit's not happening. Yeah, yeah, hate to break it. Not happening. That, like, that, that was one of the things I was, I was talking about. Like, uh, when, I, when I read that, I'm like, that movie made a lot of money. Yep. Like, it didn't yeah, make... Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, a lot of these movies, I, I'm, I'm hearing I'm saying, like, well, we didn't make Avengers movie money. You're not... Going to that <laughs> no. doesn't normally happen. Nope. <laughs> like, like unless you're, it's funny enough, unless you're the Fast and the Furious or Star Wars or one of these other franchises that people you're not making that want to go. Thing. You're not making a billion dollars. Nope. Like that's just not a thing that you're going to do. Nope. So Star I, it's Wars like weird to me. Billion dollars, whether you wanted to make, whether you wanted to or not, Star Wars. Are gonna yeah. Make. Oh, Star Wars making a billion dollars. Hell, Fast and the Furious. Whatever number this was, nine, seven, eight, seven. seven. It made almost a billion dollars. Yep, it made a, seven. Yeah, it made almost a billion dollars, or it might have made a billion dollars. Now it did, yeah. Will too, but like normally movies don't do that. So yep. all these companies are like, "Well, we we want to do Avengers numbers. You're not you're not going to." Well, that's let's the let's make a Transformers of uh, a cinematic universe. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Well, the thing the thing that yeah, gets me, yeah, the thing the thing that gets me with this is. That the Spider-Man movies from Sony, again, minus the fucking third one, which was garbage. No. Um, you know, the first and the the first and the second one, even though, you know, some people felt that the lizard looked like a Goomba from the Mario Brothers movie, myself included. No. Um, you know, that was fine. That movie was fine. You know, I was like I was like, yo, why can't you give the guy a fucking snout? Like, how hard is that? It's like last time I checked, effects have come a long way. Where you can make the I'm dude, you. you know, I mean, the fight choreography was top notch. Everything about the movie was top notch other than the lizard's head. But, um, you know, the second movie, they did an amazing job, except for, you know, Green Goblin looking like he came out of Metal Gear. But Electro, oh. Electro was <laughs> Electro was fine. You know, they did a lot of the comic stuff. And 
I can't, you know, I'm not going to lie. Andrew Garfield is probably the best Peter Parker on screen I've seen. Like, I'll give you that. talking I'll, all the like, shit, all like the I quips, said, um, it worked. And I mean, I, like, like I said on our, um, on our last show, like, yeah. the problem with the that problem. movie weren't Andrew Garfield and, 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 uh, and what's the girl name? Um, um, Gwen Stacy. Emma Stone? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. It wasn't them. No, nope. that wasn't the problem with those movies. No, not they at all. They were great in them. It was just the, all the other stuff around them. Yeah, all <laughs> the apparent. Like it just. It just well, here's here's the thing. Sony Sony realized that they were like, "Yo, this shit is not gonna work." Listen, Marvel, we're gonna loan you Spider Man, and Marvel was like, "Yeah, okay, you yeah. guys are gonna give us Spider Man, and we're just gonna make it. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna share some money with you, but don't get stupid." And that and that's exactly what that exactly. was. Marvel Marvel realized after those memos leaked out, and Sony realized that like, damn, we look like assholes right now, because he, you know, even Joss Whedon said he's like, yo, when Captain America at the end of Avengers: Age of Ultron is looking at the new team, spoiler alert, he said, you know, that he was Joss Whedon was like, yo, we were gonna use Spider Man in that, and the shit fell through. And then afterwards, when they were like, yo, we got Spider Man, he's like, well, it's too fucking late now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he was real with it. He was like, yeah, "Yo, I we mean, wanted to use him and Captain Marvel," and he was like, "They didn't have Captain Marvel cast, and they didn't have the Spider Man. The Spider Man deal fell through because of Sony's bullshit." And then he was like, "Oh yeah, I got a call that yeah, you know, we're, we're working something out with Spider Man." He's like, "Yeah, well, the movie's fucking done, guys." So, um, yeah, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, it it would have it would have been cool to see Spider Man like hanging from the ceiling. Um, exactly. I don't have a huge issue with. The, there was so much stuff going on in, in Age of Ultron, and apparently there's another hour and a half of shit. Yep. that was going on. Like, like just adding that. in Captain Marvel and Spider Man at the end, it just seems like gratuitous. Yeah, like, I, I just felt like you. It, it would have been a cool moment, but like it's not. It wasn't really necessary because then in Civil War. Yeah, Spider Man is gonna be in it. Yep. But like, then you gotta explain where the hell Captain Marvel is. Right. It, 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 it turns into a lot of other stuff. Well, here's here's what I said, and I said that if you wanted to end Avengers, you could have done an, another after credit scene like similar to them eating shawarma, and you could have just yeah. had them all leave, and then just see Spider Man Pete stick his head in and go, "Damn, missed him again." You know, like something subtle. You don't yeah. even have to have an actor. <laughs> You don't have to say, you know, you don't have to have Peter Parker. You could have just had Spider-Man swing in and say what's up to the shawarma guy and be like, hey, I missed him again, huh? And he and the guy would have been like, yep, five minutes ago. And he would have been like, damn. I, and, and, you know, the crowd would just be like, oh, because, you know, again, you don't got to go exactly. crazy. But a nice wink and a nod, that would have been cool, you know? Yeah, because yeah. I mean they've already established like 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 I said like they've already established he exists in that world, already. right? So yeah. like that kind of scene is entirely possible. So it would it would have been cool if they had done something like that. But I mean I'm sure we're going to get a good bit of him at some point in Civil War. I, I don't know okay. what capacity, but he's going to be in Civil War. Yeah, absolutely. I mean you know that that entire setup for Civil War, and again all the pictures like crossbones and all that shit. I said I said to myself. When I saw it, when I saw all the stuff that they've been putting out, I said, guess what, Marvel? You might as well just cash that check because y'all are going to get paid. Because not for nothing, uh, Age, Age of Ultron <laughs> and, and um, Avengers, to, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron and Guardians of the Galaxy were amazing. But Captain America and the Winter Soldier made Captain America a cool fucking character. 
Like, yeah. don't yeah, get me that wrong. Was, that was a dope movie. Yep. Like, everybody was like, oh, you know, Captain America, Big Blue Boy Scout. His villains are, you know, his villains consist of a guy with a skeleton face, a dude that wears a pink jumpsuit, and a bunch of Nazi war criminals. Like, everybody, and, and it's true. Like, think about it. When you look at, at the list yeah. of Captain America's villains, you're like, really, that guy? Like, Batrock the Leaper. Ben, you know Batrock the Leaper in the comics is fucking terrible. He and, is the joke. Yeah, he's always been a joke in the comics. But then, but then they took that dude and they put GSP in there, and it was probably one of the best fight scenes in that movie. Yeah, you know, and that yeah. and that's what I mean, Marvel does I, right. Yeah, and and that's what, and I'm I'm really looking forward to this movie because I mean I'm pretty sure Cap is gonna die, and I just see that transition into Winter Soldier being Captain America. I just, I'm, I'm looking alert. forward to all that. Well, I was one one thing circulating the 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 web, which is interesting, was that they said that after the events of Civil War, Steve Rogers, they're not going to kill him, but he's just going to be like, "Yo, I can't do this shit anymore," and he gives the you know Bucky gets really? the shield because according to what they've been saying, a lot of the stuff going on in Civil War is going to involve Bucky being wanted by you know Black Panther and the authorities for all the shit he did, and Captain America trying to you know look out for his boy. You know, and that's also going to drive a big wedge through it, too, because he's going to be like, listen, you know, he was fucked up. He was under control. And, you know, I can see Tony Stark telling him, like, dude, cut the shit. He was, you know, he's a he's a killer and a criminal. And I could see that being a big wedge as well. And I can see it being, you know, Nick Fury, like, well, you don't want to you don't want to do it anymore. Who should take your place? And him saying, I know just the guy, you know? Yeah. And somebody that, that would be an interesting way to go about it. Somebody also said that we, you know, it, it, it may be a blink and you missed it moment, but they may they may use the Punisher in Civil War because he did show up after Captain America, you know, in the comics when Captain America got assassinated, you know, the, the Punisher wild out and oh, he yeah, started yeah, he yeah. started walking yeah. around just being crazy. So Marvel did get the rights to the Punisher back. So people haven't really been addressing oh, really? that. Yeah. Marvel has Ghost Rider, Blade, Elektra and the Punisher back. Oh, Blade. I'd love for them to do something else with Blade. That'd be great. But yeah, me too, exactly. Yep, and not only that, but shit, Wesley Snipes don't look old. <laughs> <laughs> it don't even got to be Wesley Snipes, to be honest. It like, don't. I mean, like, it don't. You can do another Blade movie, or you can do a Netflix show with Blade and, and get a, another. I would really like to actor. do a Netflix. That would be dope. Shit, that give, be dope. give that role to Michael B. Jordan after he does Fantastic Four. He's going to need a real Marvel job. <laughs> <laughs> We need, to, we need to wrestle the vampires genre back from the Twilight people. We need to get that back. Yeah, we need. Well, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Have you guys watched The Strain? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, see that. But see that. That isn't like. Well, what, nah. I like The Strain. I, I like The Strain. So, you know, Ben. <laughs> ben. Ben was mentioning cinematic universes, and we're going to talk about the Transformers one. But now they're talking about that the next yeah. Conan movie with 67-year-old Arnold Schwarzenegger being oh, Conan is going to is going to set up a cinematic universe and I said first of all Will Chamberlain is dead. So, you know, you can't really expand on on anything in that universe because everybody's old or dead. Like I think Mako who played the the Asian magician, he's dead. I think you know, Grace Jones is not trying to put on no. Well, she might put on that tiny leotard. So she, she still might. She still, <laughs> she, might. Still, she still might. But the thing that gets me, it's like, yo, 
Arnold is going to be old Conan and people are going to get killed and you're going to expand on this on this mythology. That's great. But what happens when Arnold's like 76? <laughs> you know you know what would be a great idea for that if they yeah. really wanted to do a sequel oh. to Conan? Shoot. Still oh, use Jason oh. Momoa and have him be like that Conan's son. Yep. And like, yeah. and like huh? Yeah, that could work. And then like he comes back to wherever old ass Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan is and like he's his his heir or whatever. That would be cool because I don't want to see old ass Arnold Schwarzenegger do anything. I don't want to watch it at all. No. <laughs> well, you know what the thing is? Arnold, I saw I saw um I saw that movie Maggie that he did, the zombie movie, and I realized mm-hmm. that if you give Arnold Schwarzenegger good shit, he can do really well. Now, if you're gonna do old Conan, that's great. But you really should set up, you know, a kid or something. Because, again, going back to what you said, it's like Jason Momoa wasn't terrible. The script was just god-awful. But um, everything else about him and the way he looked worked. Or, you know, you can always give the job to Roman Reigns. It's not like he ain't doing anything. (laughs) Because, you know, Kyle Kyle Drogo, Jason Momoa, and Roman Reigns are the same dude. Uh, I I don't know what he Arnold Schwarzenegger starring in blank movie playing as Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's basically what it is. <laughs> That's and the thing is, it's like Tyrese. oh, we want to Tyrese an unnamed movie playing Tyrese. That's it. It's true. It's it's like the 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 thing with it is like a whole cinematic universe. And Slick said it. He was like, why does everything need a cinematic universe? Which goes into you know, exactly. you want to do one for Conan. Now you want to do one for Transformers. And then they're like, oh well the next movie might be an animated one that takes place on Cybertron. And I'm like, oh, so you mean the original 80s Transformers animated movie, which still is infinitely better than half the new shit that's out there? You mean like that? Because, yeah, we're not getting that. We're not getting that. Hate to break it to you guys. And then they were like, oh, well, what about a Bumblebee spinoff movie? I said, y'all just want to sell fucking toys. (laughs) Y'all just want to sell toys. That's all it is. That's all it is. And, and and like and like I said on a Facebook post earlier, like honestly, if they had been thinking correctly, they could have done that from the jump. Yep. Like if you, if you wanted to, because Transformers has enough lore that they could have done a universe from the jump, but they decided to do you the blow up. Everybody knows why they're right? doing it because Marvel is taken out by doing it. Yep. Well, yeah, but like the universe doesn't work for everything. This is like, true. That, that's the thing; it me, doesn't work for me, everything. You, me and you, people in the know, know this doesn't work for everything. People trying to make the cash cow don't care. Well, here's here's well, a couple. I mean, yeah, here's we'll a, see what they ain't making no money. Well, no, it, it's it's funny you paint it that way, and here's here's how I look at that. It's like the Michael Bay created Transformers universe. I always feel just exists in its own bubble. It's like mindless yeah. action popcorn flicks where the humans are just there for show. Because you know, I watched Age of, Age of Extinction a couple days ago on cable, and I said to myself. I could pretty much kill the entire human cast in this movie or cut out every human every human in this movie and it may be better. Like I was looking at that movie and I said I said okay, Mark Wahlberg with a daughter even though Mark Wahlberg looks like he like he should be bringing her home. I was like, okay, well, let's cut that out. Let's cut out the the, the Irish boyfriend who was essentially Mark Wahlberg's bitch the entire movie. Yeah, let's cut him out. Oh, Kelsey Grammer? You remember the scene where, like, he was like, I'm not here to save your daughter. I'm here to save 
my girlfriend. Yep. I was like, what the fuck kind of line? Who the fuck? That was a horrible line. (laughs) Who wrote this shit? Exactly, but that's... He said it with such conviction. Yep, and he said it with conviction. And like I said, if you take that movie and cut out the entire human element, you could watch it with no problem. I think the only high points of that movie... Were Stanley Tucci, dude. Stanley Tucci and Kelsey Grammer were great. Everything else about that movie was shit. Like you could have made Stanley Tucci like the inventor. Yeah, he was. He was good in that. But like Mark Wahlberg trying to do that, and then everybody was like, "Well, you know, when in doubt, you can always put the Rock in the movies." And I said, "Okay, all right, let's put the Rock in Transformers." Last time I checked, unless The Rock is transforming into a Transformer, nope, he's not saving that. He's not saving it. He, it's like, you know, I, I just didn't understand. And then when I watched it, I said, hey, look, the Dinobots, after the movie's over and Optimus Prime goes, hey, you guys are free. What are What is a giant T-Rex going to do? Go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, this giant T-Rex just walked through Brazil and stepped on the Christ statue. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, like no, I, I said that like when I, when I saw the movie, that was my thought. Like, where the fuck are they going? Yeah, yeah, where are they going? What? It's like you guys, or or when when Optimus Prime was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go find our creators," and he pretty much told them like Booker T said to Hogan, "I'm coming for you, niggas." I'm like, "Yo, is that really happening?" Like Optimus Prime's like, "Yeah, you're gonna protect Mark Wahlberg and his 40 year old teenage daughter." And the Irish Lucky Charms, dude. That's what you guys are going to do. Uh, and I'm like, okay. Like, and since when could Optimus just launch himself into space? Like, like when was this a thing? When when could he just launch himself? Why didn't he leave when they were hunting him? Like, there you go. He could just launch himself into space. Dude, because like. It made too much sense the first time around. Well, that's what it was. When you watch all those movies, again, I always have them exist in their own bubble. And I watch <laughs> them because I got to admit the special effects were out of this world. But when you watch them, you say to yourself, "Why did y'all do that?" Like when, when you know when they did when they did the um the the the, uh, the hood transformers and Devastator oh, had God. nuts and Devastator looked like a giant ape. I was like, okay. The second Transformers is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It, it was like, <laughs> and, and the only thing I truly appreciated from that movie and and it was like it, I had to really watch it was number one. Starscream being a bitch like he usually is, and um, yeah. Optimus Prime just being a badass dude, like being a you know like like he was in the animated movie. You know, in the animated movie, as soon as they were like, "All right, let's get, let's let's break in that '80s guitar riff," and Optimus Prime just went to work <laughs> on all the Decepticons. Yeah, yeah, that was that was it. You know, like oh, when like, you, no, there there were moments of that movie that were dope. Like when he walked up, like when he first uh, they. They killed the real Decepticon in the beginning. He was like bitch yeah. ass Decepticon. Yep. Like those were like little dope, dope moments. Because first of all, that old dude that plays off his voice saying bitch ass Decepticon amuses. Me. Oh, Peter Cullen, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's funny that he read that and he read that and was like, yeah, I'm gonna say bitch ass Decepticon. Yep. But no, nah, like he uh, like there was a, like them running through the desert and there was explosions and nobody was shooting at them. Yep. Like. Like, like robot Jesus, like, no, like no. the robot, robot heaven that somehow Shia LaBeouf can get into. Yep, like, yeah, like there were, there were, there were really some some questionable moments, and that's the kind of shit that bothered me. Like, like at the end of the first one, when when all the guys shot Megatron and Starscream was in the mix, just shooting him too. I'm like, okay, 
we're now we're getting somewhere. And then in the next one, which pretty much became a glorified uh, glorified commercial, I was like, okay. And again, you look past all that shit because when you're watching it in IMAX, none of that shit matters. You're not you're not processing the fact that Devastator has giant nuts. You know, you're not processing that at that moment. <laughs> but then when you go home and you say and you say to yourself, the director really gave the robot nuts. Like you really <laughs> think about it. Like I'm it like, it took wow. me a moment to like really get to the the robot blackface. Like, cause when I first watched it, robot I was like, <laughs> like yeah. When I first watched it, I was like, you know, I mean, I guess that makes sense since they learn how to talk from you know MTV or whatever. And then when I got back to the house, I was like, hold up, that don't make no fucking sense. Nope. Nobody nope. else talks like that. And then they're talking about they can't read. Like who who made these these crows from Dumbo and made them robots? Like, I'm telling who you, did this? all the technology in the world, but they can't actually read. Like, who, who made that a thing? Yeah, it's like the most intelligent machines on our planet can't read? Can't read a book. I'm like, what the fuck? And, and then, you know, there, like I said, just a lot of questionable stuff. Again, when you watch it from a purely entertainment perspective, you're like, wow, this is some amazing shit. Like, when, when, when Shockwave had the big-ass caterpillar going through the building at Optimus Prime straight wild out, and killed it. I was like, "Wow, that was tremendous!" Just because yeah, what, it was, it was did. amazing from from a scale perspective. And you know, I like the way they did Shockwave. But afterwards, I was like, "All right, great." <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when that when that when that distracting you with all that greatness from the, in the graphics and all the special effects, and then you actually go home and watch the movie from front of the back, like this shit is high grade <laughs> whale afterbirth garbage. Like it's oh, like I was like I said, I watched. I watched Age of Extinction and I bought I bought the Blu-ray in 3D because it has the IMAX scenes in there, and I'm like, okay. I, I said to myself after I watched it and and I and I joked about this in Slick Nose. It's like, hey, Dinobots, help us! After I slap you in the face with this shield, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then all of a sudden, it's like, yo, how am I bigger than Optimus Prime yet somehow he is riding me like Mario rides Yoshi? Like just Grimlock musings. Like, how much bigger than <laughs> Optimus Prime are you? Like, like, and then once again at the end of the movie, you're free. Yeah. The fuck is he going? You're free. Free, free to do what and go where with anybody. That's it. Be Godzilla. He's free to be Godzilla. That's, That's it. What he's free to do. Pretty much. He's free to be Godzilla. Pretty much. It's 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 craziness. Now, you know, I I did want I did want to talk about while we're on the subject of our childhood that they started putting out. Um, news with regards to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, Brittany Ishibashi uh. was joining the cast as Shredder's daughter, Karai. Of course, they recasted Shredder. Um, Gary Anthony Williams is going to be playing, uh, I believe it's Bebop. And allegedly, because they haven't confirmed it yet, they haven't confirmed it yet. Yeah, but Seamus is playing. I think it's Rocksteady. Yeah, they confirmed it. The picture's online. Oh, okay. They did confirm it. So. When I saw it, I was like, I said to myself, there's worse shit out there, but here's here's a couple of things I got to tell you guys. First of all, in the first Transformers movie, you essentially alluded to Michelangelo getting hard when he saw April O'Neil. When he said, my shell is tightening, I'm like, is this really happening? Did we need that? Did we really? It's a Michael Bay movie. Exactly. But I'm like, yo, did we need that? My shell is hard. You know, I'm like, did we did I, we need that? Here's the thing. Like, I found Michelangelo's character amusing because yeah. he was clearly 
a perverted teenager. I don't yeah. think that was exactly how Michael Bay meant to meant for him to come off. Yeah, I was or, just like for that reason. But I found him funny because he was clearly a perverted teenager. Oh yeah, and he like, was kind of lost. Is their teenager right? <laughs> it, but that's the thing. Like I saw it, and I was like, okay, that's great. But when you're when you're getting when you're trying to cater to I don't know the fuckers that gotta buy their kids toys. It's like, Dad, why is this shell tightening? Yeah, that wasn't what you need to do. <laughs> it's like, Dad, why is this shell yeah, tightening? Uh, same reason you, me and your mom made you. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, you know, like that's kind of why. Seamus <laughs> has a Seamus has a bowl haircut playing D-ball. I just want to put that. I mean, there. that's kind of how his hair looks now in wrestling. Yeah, because like, like I saw that picture, and all he does oh. in wrestling is like braid that beard. And slick that up to that mohawk. Yep. That's all he does now. <laughs> but like, it, it um, looks so weird them being like just straight human at all and no CG be involved at all. They're probably going to transform. Bebop uh, looks ridiculous. He does. He, he has a purple mohawk in, in a nose ring. He's he going to transform. Ridiculous. I, I see it happening. Like, I'm sure yeah, they're going to. That's what I was telling Taylor. Yep. They they're going to start human. Come on. That's what they look like the whole. They have to, man. They have to. I said to myself when I saw it, I'm like, I'm like, as long as they get, but boss, the turtles are going into the building, boss. I was like, as long as we get that, as long as one of those motherfuckers could do that voice, we're okay. Uh, <laughs> as long as, like, as uh, like, <laughs> there, there has to be some shit of the ooze stuff going on here way transform at some point. It's got to be some ooze stuff going on. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. But, you know, the introduction of Karai, which they introduced in the first movie, but clearly they were like, all right, I guess we got to do more with this character. And, you know, getting a new actor for Shredder because, you know, nobody even know what the fuck the guy looked like. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, we yeah. got a new guy playing yeah, I Shredder. I don't remember what he looked like. He did have a cool suit. Yep. I just don't remember what Shredder looked like. <laughs> he did essentially have a transforming suit. I'm like, okay, Michael Bay, still hung up on Transformers. Got it. <laughs> there were so many stories on that suit. There was like yeah. you do not need all these blades. Yeah, that was <laughs> it was it was crazy. Well, you know, they're expanding on all that. Allegedly they want to bring in Krang, which um I'm I'm oh, curious to see how Krang. they would pull that off pull that off because again, you know, Android body, giant bubbly brain. Eh, you know, as all I said <laughs> all I said is can I get the Terra Dome just running through rolling through New York City? <laughs> that's it just the terror dome just running over like bubblegum shrimp co in the city i'll be happy and crank and we'll, crank we'll sounding what does the movie look like? and crank sounding like he's gargling gum i'm like can i get that i'll take that just crank just be, every, being a bitch every time you do i just think back in the old cartoon like god it was so Stupid, but it was funny. Yeah, man, just giant, giant albino robot body, and you taking orders from a wad of <laughs> bubblegum with two eyes. It's like Shredder, aren't you the baddest dude in the universe? And you're taking orders from a robot suit that you could cut in half and a wad of bubblegum with <laughs> eyes. Good job, real great leadership skills. <laughs> oh, but um, the other the other cinematic universe gem is the rebooting of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Why? 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 That's my only why. Yep. First of all, it's not going to be like the comic. It it can't be because Alan Moore is a fucked up person. Yep. And if you actually read the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it's extremely fucked up. 
Uh, I think I told you about like how uh, t- Taylor. I think I told you about how yep. uh, yes, Mister Hyde killed Invisible Man. Like, yeah, like you can't yep. put that in a movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen probably should have never been made into a movie in the first place because you can't need, do. It doesn't need to happen. It just doesn't. Need yeah, it, just, it doesn't <laughs> need to exist. <laughs> well, the thing that the thing that got me was that movie actually made Sean Connery quit acting. Like, let's think about yeah. this. He has an active assistant. Yep, like one of the greatest and, actors and, of and our him. time. That's, and, that's a horrible. That's a horrible thing to have happened. Yep. Yep. And and you know what? When I saw it, I said the League the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is on television already. It's called Penny Dreadful on Showtime, Bingy. which is actually pretty good. I, I have to get <laughs> it's, that it's, uh, it's more back into Penny Dreadful. Yep. But yeah, it's, it's actually pretty good. I'm like, yo, that's your League of Extraordinary Gentlemen right there. You could just go with that and leave it alone. We got some nudity. We got all, most of the characters that are in the books anyway, so we could just call it Maybe that. <laughs> you know, you got <laughs> we got some real crazy shit going Change on. The title. That's it. Like, uh, like you could just rock with that and call it call it a day. Um, last two last two bits of movie news to wrap things <clears throat> up. Uh, Chris Pine being considered as the romantic interest for Wonder Woman. First of all, Chris Pine went from being considered for Green Lantern to essentially being Wonder Woman's Lois Lane. And when I read that, I said, her spurned lover. Yeah, I was like, I was like, but damn, nobody wants to touch poor Green Lantern at this point. Like, it was like Green Lantern or Wonder Woman's bitch. Wonder Woman's bitch works for me. Like, like I thought about it. I was just like, well, damn. I mean, if they do Green Lantern correctly, I don't think it would be a bad movie. And I don't, I don't blame Ryan Reynolds for that movie. I blame whoever thought, yep, like, whoever hey, let's try to jam all of like the high points. The, the the points of Green Lantern. Let's jam them yep. all in one movie. Let's get Parallax and Sinestro yeah. and head towards a Sinestro Corps. Let's do all that in one movie. Yep. That was unnecessary. But the, uh, yeah, like I, I I don't care about this Wonder Woman movie. Like it just there's nothing about like I don't think Gal uh, Gal Gadot is a good Wonder Woman. And like I it, them doing uh and I forgot his name is like what Steve Fisher or Steve Tyler or, uh, Steve Trevor or Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor, yeah, Steve Trevor. Like, I, do we? Do we does the movie need to have a love interest? Like, do, does it really need that? It doesn't need to be a soap opera because she's a damn superhero. That that, that's exactly she's right. She's actually like a goddess. Like, it's not. It's not necessary <laughs> yeah. for her to be like this shit. To spend, if she's if a goddess, I like exactly. the idea that I heard, like the original writer had, where this is basically like Conan the Barbarian with her. Yep, like, totally that, that would be cool. I'd love but to see that. It sounds like they're going to try to make this Supergirl, uh, Supergirl, pretty much. Well, on a, well on you know, like, there's no, there's no reason for him to be in this movie. Well, every it's going to be Supergirl on a bigger scale. <laughs> well, when I read it, all I <laughs> thought about when I read that that they were putting him in this movie, I thought about: Have you ever seen uh, or heard of the film My Super Ex Girlfriend with Uma Thurman? Yes, yeah, uh, Th- that's I what I thought. It, of. Yeah, yeah. I said that's what that yeah, shit's going to be. Saw it. And, yeah, exactly. And and my problem my problem with it is I don't mind Steve Trevor, but it's like, yo, Chris Pine is is a guy who who's, you know, a pretty solid actor when he wants to be. It's like, dude, yeah. you really just did not want any sort of a leading hero role, but you'd rather be just the number two guy. Like I just found that odd and I just Isn't like, he, uh Captain Kirk? Yeah, he's Captain Kirk, dude. Like why would you want it? You go Captain from Captain Kirk. Kirk to being the number two guy. It's weird, uh, right? Being, that to be in one woman's bottom bitch, like that's. Not I mean, it. the 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 thing is though, like, 
Steve Trevor's going to be in other people's movies because yep. he, he ends up being like the liaison to the government with yeah. the uh, with the Justice League. This, that being said, though, wouldn't you want to have been Green Lantern? Green Lantern, or exactly. Some like yeah, wouldn't you? But I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm still holding out hope that the Green Lantern is John Stewart, but. If if we all are, if Green Lantern goes John Stewart and they don't give it to Idris Elba, I'd be heartbroken. Can he do it though? Like considering he's Heimdall, like would they let him? I think they would well, only because. On how many more gonna... No, go ahead. Go ahead, Taylor. No, I'm just gonna say like, it depends on how many more how many more Marvel movies he signed on for. Doesn't like his contract and all. Yep. I'm pretty. You know, there's a good chance that he's only signed on up to Ragnarok. Like, yeah, yeah like, I like, that, like, like, would you really need be him for anything? He could be fine, yeah. And in Ragnarok, they destroy I, Asgard anyway. So, hey, um, yeah, big giant gold. <laughs> Here's the thing. Can you think of anybody else who's playing John? I can't even think of anybody with, with, with a with a name that people like would gravitate to that's going to play. Well, here's, here's I don't who. Know. I mean, but like the thing. Oh, go ahead. No, what I was going to say was everybody was hoping and praying that, um, you know, uh, Green Arrow's Black Cato, <laughs> um, Diggle, that he would actually be John Stewart. <laughs> And I said, no, hate to break was, it to you. I, I was totally against that. Yeah, I was like, don't like, do that. In no way. He was never going to be John Stewart. Yep. Guardian, no. maybe, but not John Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like just. Like that, eh, no. Yeah, it's just, it's just <clears throat> really weird that, that Chris Pine would, would take a back seat when he could really make some serious bread if he did Green Lantern. I think he's in probably one of those modes where he's like, listen, everybody looks at me as Captain Kirk. And um, I'm already kind of stuck being Captain Kirk, so you know what? Let me not be stuck <laughs> being another space dude in a, in a, in a, in a tight ass shirt. Probably gonna <laughs> probably gonna be in like four more Star Trek movies or yep. something. <laughs> the other, the, hey, the, Rich. Yeah. The yeah, other. Th- uh, did you hear the rumor about uh, Superman versus Batman about the whole uh, "Do you bleed" thing? Uh no, actually, please uh, share. Uh, Somebody, somebody at work told me that that's actually, and it's rumors, the rumor now, it, that's actually a dream sequence. Huh. That, I, that, that doesn't actually so, happen so, in the movie. Wait, hold on. So the fight between them is a dream. It didn't, yeah, it so never Somebody actually... told me that, that they, they saw it online somewhere. It was a supposed to be a dream sequence. It doesn't actually go on in the storyline of the movie. That, that would that, be. That, that's, go ahead, Ben. That was stupid. Like, 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 like I, I, if you're selling this on, at some point they fight. Yep. Even though we are, we also know that at some point they they get cool. At some point, Batman goes all Dark Knight Returns and beats up Superman. That's yep. what you're selling this. Could you imagine the letdown if that's a dream sequence? Oh my god, I'd be heartbroken. But here's the only the only things I've heard is Lex Luthor is going to rock the battle suit. Which I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that because Superman, once again, what made Man of Steel good was Man of St- Superman needed somebody to punch in the face. That works. Then yeah, everybody, everybody's been talking about the possibility that we'll see Doomsday, which I hope is not the case because as much as that would be cool to see, it's it's too much too Rich, soon. That's pretty much what's going to because I, I, I almost think he's he is going to be the probably the main antagonist in this movie. He's going to get introduced maybe about, like, the middle of the movie or whatever. But, see, like, that, that's the problem. You can't have Doomsday just pop up. Exactly. Doomsday doesn't just pop up. No. That's not how Doomsday <laughs> works. Like, I would take... <laughs> no, he, again, again, us three know that. We right. Know that. 
But I'll tell you what, not to not not to even go that route. Like everybody's like, oh, well, they're going to use Zod and Zod's body's going to be involved and they'll create Doomsday. I'm like, all right, all right, let's say that's the case. I would rather they would have at least done something where Lex Luthor takes one of those ships and is able to extract the, uh, you know, the the computer chip from it and Brainiac becomes, uh, you know, you use Brainiac because, again, somebody Superman can punch in the face. Yeah, I think Brainiac makes more sense at this juncture. In the yep. Than he makes but, uh, a lot more so sense. They won't do Brainiac because Ultron was just done. Yeah, but, uh, but Lex Luthor is still pulling the strings. You know what I mean? Like, it's still a two-villain... It's still a two-villain arc, you yeah. know? Yeah. But again, DC is going for the gusto, so it would surprise me if they have Doomsday in the movie. If they're going for the, the, the home run. Fucking dark side to show up in the movie. Just show Listen, up. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. No, dark side is being saved for Justice League, and I swear, it's probably yeah. going to be one of the movies where it's going to end, it's going to pan off, and it's going to show, like, Apocalypse, and it'll just be like dark side. Just you know, shown yeah, at the end like, like his, they did with Thanos. Because yeah, the, the two endings to this whole thing is like I could see that that either being Dark Side or leading towards Brainiac, but you know, either or, one. or or like uh, a thing they could do like in this movie. If if, if your end game is Dark Side, yeah. whenever Justice League comes out, you you introduce uh, I forgot Dark Side's son, the one that looks like a lion. Oh, oh yeah. Orion! Um, like Orion he shows up. He sh- huh? Well, Orion is no, one no, no, of his no, sons. No, no, not Orion. His oh. other son. His other the, one, the, the bad guy. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, and I forgot his name. I forgot his name. But uh, he shows up and is the villain in this movie in, in some capacity. And then at the end, you know, they they oh, they, so you mean like, like, like beat like, him? Like he comes out, he comes uh, out like a boom tube or something? And, like, yeah, the end yeah, of the yeah. He comes out at a boom tube or something. Or you don't even show what comes out the boom tube. The movie oh, ends the before the before the credits roll. A boom tomb opens and the movie ends. You yeah, don't even explain what the, the what boom it is. Boom tomb opens and a foot comes out. And dark, and you know it's dark side foot, but it's just a big foot comes out of the boom. Yeah, I, no, I, no, I, I'm not even saying that. It just opens. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I could I could or rock with that. Yeah. I could definitely rock with that. I just feel that you know mm-hmm. just dooms throwing in doomsday and and you know pretty much all the guys that are going to comprise the justice league like i understand it's dawn of justice and that's what you want to do but just because the avengers were able to have an ensemble cast and make it pretty much not be robert what? downey jr and his amazing friends i hate to say it but yeah you know in this in this movie ben affleck is going to pretty much take the ball and run with it it's going to be batman and his super powered yeah. homies because as as good as Henry as it's true, man. As good as Henry Cavill is as an actor, Ben Affleck is on a whole yeah. other level. Like like the dialogue between those guys yeah. is going to be essentially Ben Affleck talking to a etch a sketch <laughs> because he's going to be talking to him and it's he's going to be like with every other everybody else they have playing as superhero. I mean, I like Jason Moore. I like some of the movies he's been in, yeah. but his thing is his look. Yep, that that is what gets him jobs. That's the way it. He looks. He's not the greatest of actors. Nope. Yeah, right. she's not that great of an actress. Right. Uh, I mean, that, that's not even really disputable. She, she's not. Nope. <laughs> so, I mean, it, if, if they're supposed to be in Henry Cavill, while he's okay, like you said, he, he's, not, he's not been Affleck. So, yep. I mean, yeah. this, this is what, like, I mean, the, the second Avengers movie did a better job of it not being Iron Man and his homie. Yep. Yeah. Because Iron Man. Robert Downey <laughs> They gave uh, everybody else kind of a chance to show, you know, okay, I can act too, kind of, between them. Because in the first movie, he he acts 
acting circles around them. That's right. Like, I kind of feel like it's going to be Ben Affleck. Like you said, it's going to be Ben Affleck out acting everyone and making Batman, like, kind of bigger than the team. Yep. Doesn't really surprise me because that's kind of how Batman operates anyway. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I I understand that, but think about it. You just created uh, what's essentially a winning franchise with Man of Steel. And I only say this because it made money. And um and it made people not hate Superman. So you're gonna undo all that work and essentially have Henry Cavill play second banana to to the more established Ben Affleck. It's like okay, but guess what? Are you gonna have Ben Affleck in every other Superman sequel? Because guess what? If you don't, and it's just him fighting, I don't know, Mister Mitzelplick, <laughs> or or the, <laughs> the, the the Toy Man. Or, you know, maybe Doomsday by himself. It's like when you get to that stage of the game, you're going to realize that it's going to be a bunch of improv actors and then the real actors. And that's the problem that I feel is is, D, is going on with DC because that's why I said, yo, use some of these dudes from the TV series because these guys can carry shows by themselves. So, you know, if Ben Affleck is like, yo, we're going to do this scene and I'm going to grab you by the shirt and I want you to it, just emote anger. Like... Henry Cavill could do yeah. it, but think about every time that he was angry as Superman in that movie. Like, it's Superman yelling every five minutes. I killed Zod. Ah! I'm flying away from an exploding building. Ah! I'm saving Lois Lane and a black hole is there. Ah! It's like, okay, that's all you can do? I didn't know Superman had a war cry. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, with, with, with that said... Um, I'm not even going to talk about the fact that they want to do a Beyblade movie. I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> and, oh my god! Oh man, who was yeah. clamoring for that? Who? Uh, I'll give you. No I'll give you the details. No it looks like like Paramount wants to do a live action adaptation. It's going to be produced by Mary Parent and uh, through Disruption Entertainment. So essentially, they're going to adapt the you know the series for for the big screen treatment. They they've made two point five billion dollars in in merchandise sales. Just just so we're aware, you're gonna you're gonna do a Beyblade movie. What's essentially a bunch of people fighting with tops. Spinning <laughs> yeah, tops. Let it let it rip. T-shirts are gonna be just everywhere. Let it rip. That's it. Nope. Let it rip. Anyway, so let it rip. switching gears to 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 take it home. You know we got we got the summer movie season, which is which. Everybody says starts Memorial Day weekend, but summer movie season started when Avengers Age of Ultron came out. Let's be real. So, so after that, of course, um, Hot Pursuit, which was garbage, and Mad Max, which was amazing. Did, did you guys get to see it yet? Yeah. Uh, uh, I've seen Mad Max. <laughs> it was crazy, it right? Was, it was, yeah, like, it, like, like uh, it didn't need dialogue. Nope. <laughs> Like I could have watched that movie and no one said anything. It was, it was, it was, it was great. <laughs> it was. I I saw it and I said, "Yeah, I can understand that." So, you know, going into that Pitch Perfect two, which just dropped, which you know essentially is just them making straight to DVD money. And the real big movie, as, the the real big movies essentially from there were Tomorrowland and San Andreas. And I actually want to bring both of those up because Tomorrowland, for all the pomp and circumstance, everybody felt that. Wow, all of that, and it's just okay. Where do you guys stand with that from a from a I mean, summer movie perspective? Me, me and Ben, me and Ben saw, I guess the teaser for that when we went to go see Eight of Ultron, and we're watching it. We're like, okay, there's stuff going on here, but what? what? Exactly. 
like yeah, like yeah, like they they like when we we went because we went and saw Avengers Nomad, and like they had an extended look at yeah. Tomorrowland, and like and it, it, the thing is like when I looked at, it, I was like if I was twelve or thirteen, I would I love, love it. it. Yep, but I'm um, twenty five, and I could care less about this. I agree. <laughs> like it, it just. It, it was nothing about like that little that little snippet that made me care yeah, at all about what I was saying. But no, things are happening all right. You know. Yeah, I just I just None felt, and I felt bad because Disney was like, "Hey, we're just riding this big wave with Avengers, and here's Tomorrowland," and everybody's like, "Nope." <laughs> well, at least you can fall back on this billion dollars you just made from Avengers. So. That's it. <laughs> well. Looking at that now, then, you know, they put out that Poltergeist remake, which I've I've and I stand by this. And you guys let me know if you agree. If you see a horror movie and it's rated PG-13, it's an automatic skip like 90 percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be. I don't get scared from movies to begin with. Um, unless they got but, the um, whole, you know, come to the light Caroline part of it. I'm, I'm totally not even about that movie. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I don't care. <laughs> so, the 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 real big uh, summer blockbuster after Avengers that everybody feels is going to make a shit ton of money is San Andreas this weekend. Well, no, oh, San, okay. well, San well, San Andreas, and I say this because there hasn't been a, a a good disaster movie in a while, and I've realized that San Andreas is essentially the Rock looking ripped. He has a milf ex wife, and his daughter is also pretty much losing articles of clothing as the trailer progresses. So I'm like, I yeah, have. that's a pretty good formula. And shit just gets destroyed. I have, <laughs> I have no interest in that movie whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I might see San Andreas, like, when it comes out. Yeah. Or whatever, but I I, I don't see myself, like... I'm not going to the I'm not paying money yeah, to see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to the movie theater to see San Andreas. Now, I can yeah. see why people would want to. It is a good... It looks like a good disaster flick. It looks like... You know, that type of movie, like, oh, no, like, a big chunk of the world is ending. Like, yeah. it just looks like something where people want to see, but it's not something, like, I'm not going to pay in theaters to see it. Yeah, well, absolutely not. When I, there, was a, there was a time where I worked in a movie theater, and it was all straight disaster movies. It was, like, Dante's Peak, Volcano, you know, all that shit, like, it, one month after the other. Oh, God. And I was Armageddon. just, yep, it was just, like, one after the other, after the other, after, and I'm like, all right, we got it. We got it. So again, Hollywood yeah. cyclical as usual. We can all be <laughs> cyclical. <laughs> yep, pretty much. It's like Hollywood. I said cyclical as usual. Coming back to the disaster movies, and again, you know, The Rock saves everything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just put The Rock in there, and you got it. Well, the other movie that everybody's pushing, and I feel sad about, is <laughs> is Spy with Melissa McCarthy because I said, "Damn, Jason Statham, how the mighty have fallen." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it is weird, like, oh, the, the, the movie, because he, he did, like, I saw a direct DVD movie he just did, too. Like, like what did he, who did he piss off? Seriously? Like, he, he went from Somebody. being in the, the the latest Fast and the Furious movie to some direct DVD, to DVD wow. movie to this spy movie. Like, who did Jason Statham piss off? Well, I feel, I feel bad because it's like, you know, yeah, Jason yeah. Statham got to play second banana. And Melissa McCarthy, you know, Slick is like, stop shitting on Melissa McCarthy. She's funny. Here's the problem with Melissa McCarthy. Hollywood doesn't use Melissa <laughs> McCarthy because she's funny. Hollywood uses Melissa McCarthy because she's fat first and then funny. I yeah. hate to say it, but that's yeah, what it right. is. You're absolutely right, though. 
You're right. <laughs> it's like, yo, she's funny. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Funny as fuck, but fat. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, basically. And and, and slick slick writes, uh, she's funny. She lost weight. <clears throat> yeah, but not weight, not enough weight by Hollywood standards to where she's still considered fat. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, after that, we got Entourage, which I could give two fucks about I, because the team. You want to see it? Really? Because I, I was a big fan of the show. That, so see, that, I want to see it. That's just going to be Cameo the movie. Like, it's going to be every <laughs> celebrity to think of Cameo the movie. That was kind of what the show was. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the movie because I'm a yeah, huge but, fan but, of the character it, Ari Gold. It, 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 so, works on, it works on the show, but it doesn't work on the scale of the movie. Okay, Cameo. It doesn't cameo, change the fact like, I want to uh, see the movie. That so doesn't change the fact I want to see no, the movie. No, you're like, I want to see Ari Gold. I understand. I understand. Like I'm a fan of Ari Gold. Like that was one of my favorite characters from television. As, As was I mine. I, I found it I funny. I did find it funny. Well, here's here's the thing that gets me when you look at this film. This film came, in my opinion, five years too late. You know? Yeah. It, if they were going to do yeah. this, they probably should have done it right when the show ended. Yep. Yeah. Plus, Ari Gold should have got his own spinoff. Just saying. He, he should have. <laughs> he, he he made that. Hilarious. Show. And then after that, of he course. Made- <clears throat> no, I, I agree. He made that show. I mean, when he said to to Lloyd, when he was like, "I don't give a shit if you, if they're shooting people in Tiananmen Square," I was like, "Whoa!" But it was <laughs> it was it was real in the field when I saw that. I was like, "Wow, okay." And I just I just realized that his character was just gonna push every button possible. And then for the promotion for this movie, he's been doing all his interviews as Ari Gold. As yeah, I saw the one he did on the Today Show. Yep, and he said something about like shit bucket or something to Matt Lauer. <laughs> Matt Lauer looked at him like, "Did you just say that?" Yep. And he was like, <laughs> and like later on that day, he was like, "Yeah, I'm doing all my interviews as I go." Yep. I probably should have told people that. <laughs> like, yeah, you should have probably told somebody that. <laughs> like, oh, Matt Lauer, I'm looking at the whole dumb face on. It's just, just he was like, "What?" After after. <laughs> After that, we got Jurassic World, which I actually want to see just because I want to see Jurassic Park and IMAX. That's really it. I'm me, sure it's me not going to be said good. The same thing. We were like, me and Bishop said, w- we saw Avengers and we said the same thing. Yep. Yeah, like, I want to see Jurassic World just because it, I mean, it's funny because, like, the premise of the movie is, like, we don't learn from our mistakes. Yeah, but, pretty much. Like, Velociraptor heard. Writing Velociraptor. No, I mean, they they have like mind control velociraptors. Apparently, they built a super tyrannosaurus rex or something. Yep. Like I mean, just like I saw like, the trailer. Like, and, like, why would you do that after what happened? When, when uh, Chris uh, Chris uh, I forgot his last Chris name. Pratt. Wow. Pratt. Chris Pratt character. When they were like, yeah, we we genetically engineered a dinosaur, and he looks at it, he's like, why would you do that? That was exactly what everybody why. in the theater was thinking. Yep. What the hell would you do that? Yo, <laughs> you, just, you just got finished totally messing that up in the first film, and we just want to do it all over again. Well, the, the, let's, let's build one that's super smart. Yep. Why? Well, well, the funny thing about it was that Chris Pratt's character is essentially just, he he's really just the audience personified that entire film. Like, when he was riding, when he's <laughs> yeah, riding on the are. motorcycle with all the velociraptors, I said, that's every kid's wet dream right there. Yo, I want to ride on the back of a fucking dinosaur. That was all of us growing up. It's like, yo, that'd be fucking awesome. And now it's like, oh shit, it's happening. <laughs> the, the, part, the part in the trailer where the the where the sea dinosaur, the, the the size of China comes out, I'm like, what? Why? It looks cool, but like, why are they doing this? Yeah. Why? Well, like, I- like, why? Why would we do this? Why would we? Didn't know. 
There's no it's reason the, for this. It's the size of Japan. What? Why? I, oh. <laughs> it was the thing that got me was the fact that when I was in Target, they actually mm-hmm. showed the toys. They had the toys on the shelf, so I got to see what the what the big dinosaur, the created one, looks like. And I said, yeah. yeah, when people see this shit, they're gonna be like, what? Especially like you see that shit in IMAX, you're gonna be like, oh shit. But afterwards, you're gonna be like, yeah, I, I've seen the toys. Yeah, when you watch that Why movie on television, when you watch when you watch that movie on television, it's gonna lose that special appeal. Like that's a movie that you can only see yeah. like in the biggest screen possible with the loudest stereo possible. Because like you'll get, you'll get the full effect of like it's called okay, Empress Rex or whatever right. you'll get the full effect of it. Like it's gonna look fantastic. Why in the hell are you making a T Rex that big? Like what? Oh. Well, it's the same it's reason that they. It's the same reason that they made the new Godzilla like seventeen thousand times bigger than he should have been. It's like yeah, we're just gonna make him <laughs> super big, fucking huge, like super ignorant big, like, just because I mean, we can. <laughs> I enjoyed the latest Godzilla movie. As did I. Like it was just funny how big Godzilla was. <laughs> like it's it, it like y'all, y'all, y'all like, never saw this. <laughs> like how did the small continent not show up on anybody's radar? Yeah. Well, you know what I like. How does how does his head not touch you know space? Like that's how tall he was. Like why is he not a biggest hell? Like it, it was just it was amusing how large he was. Like. And like in movies like that, was like, yeah, we 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 were unaware he existed, really. Really. Like, where was he? Wow. <laughs> the ocean is, is is ocean that deep, really? Yep. Like, here's the thing that got me. <laughs> after after he pretty much after he pretty much gave the last monster mouth to mouth with his with the fire breath, and he decided, yo, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out, and he just belly flopped into the ocean. I laughed for like five minutes because I just thought of like Shaq jumping into a pool. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like you know no. what else was funny to me? It was like um how like unbothered he was by people. Yep. Like I just found that unbothered at all. Like he, he he avoided killing. Like he was so much. He avoided killing people, and it was hilarious because I'm like, how does that even work? He's yep. So big that he would kill somebody, but like throughout the movie, like he he would like just avoid stepping on people or avoid. Like, he was just not bothered by people at all. Like, I don't fuck about y'all. He's going back to where Rick said about him going to, like, better find him, like, so that that's not going to take out half the Eastern Seaboard at all. <laughs> nope. <You're> like, <laughs> not calling tidal waves. All right. Yep. Well, you uh, know. Typhoons and hurricanes and all kinds of well, here's here's one thing too. Like when you, again, another movie that when you watch it, the effects are amazing. You're blown away by it. Then when you watch it again, and your brain starts rationally thinking, I said to myself, "Hey, look, a dinosaur the size of a building. Let's shoot flares at it and machine guns, <laughs> and let it know where we are." That's it. Exactly. I'm like, I saw it, and I'm like, okay, I understand. And Joe Rogan joked about this. Like he joke Rogan, Joe Rogan did a joke. Where he said, "Yo, if all the smart people died, we'd all just live in caves, and we'd come out with just spear in hand and just stab whatever was outside the cave for no reason." That was us in that movie. It's like, oh look, exactly. giant fucking fire breathing dinosaur. Yeah, let's shoot. Exactly. Let's shoot. Somebody hand me the machine gun. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hand me this gat. Let's get to work. I'm like, nah, yeah. come on, guys. Let's, let's ignore. Let's ignore the surface to air missiles and things of that nature. No, hand me the AK. That's it. Hand me the gun. Um, the other, the other, the other summer movie that looks actually promising is the uh, the animated movie Inside Out, 
with all the emotions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, that looks pretty good. I said to myself, I'm like, I am so anger. First of all, because that he's played by uh, anger's played by Lewis Black, and I said, yeah, that's that's so me. And the movie just looks promising. <laughs> I I see this like on that same vein as Shrek, where everybody looked at Shrek when it first yeah. dropped, like, ah, it's gonna be all right. Then it just made a fuckload of money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I think Inside Out is being a pretty good movie. Like, um, it looks it looks mm-hmm. like a good family film, and it it, it looks funny. Do you think it's going to get summer blockbuster money? I don't know about that. Like, I mean, I don't know. I it, it depends on when it comes out. Around. People, I think I think it's going to surprise people how much money it makes. There you go. All right, well, let's 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 flip that. The following week, Ted Two drops. Oh. I have no interest in it. Like, and I love Ted. The I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch Ted. I'm not gonna pay to go see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Ted. I'll just put it like that. There you I'm go. Gonna pay to go. Like, like I love the first Ted. Like the first Ted is one of the funniest movies. Well, maybe because I've only seen it twice. The, the scene where they're knocking off the the, the redneck girl names is hilarious. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah like it, it was it was funny to me and like I don't know like I've seen the trailer for this and I'm like this doesn't look funny. And well, where's Mila Kunis's character? Well, Mila like, Kunis dipped out. Like, <laughs> Mila Kunis took an L and she left. But here's the thing: I said, I'm like, yo, Morgan Freeman, you're really not hard up for money. So why are you in this movie? I'm like, yo, I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, so because unless he's playing God in this, you know, like, <laughs> I was just, you know, like, yeah, I just, I, I don't know, like it just, it doesn't look, it doesn't look anywhere near as funny as the first one. Yeah, no, and, it doesn't. Then, you know, going into July, we got Terminator Genesis, which, um, oh, considering that the trailer, the, the trailer spoiled the fucking <laughs> plot twist. I'm like, yo, they really just want people to see this shit. Like, I was real. Don't get exactly. me wrong. I wanted to see it. But the fact that they put the plot twist in the trailer, I was like, oh, I'll come on. I've never seen that big of a spoiler in the trailer in my life. Yep. Yeah. Like, why would you tell us that John Connor was like not? Why would you do that? Yep. Why would exactly. you tell us this already? Yep. <laughs> unless they have, unless they have another twist. Look at them twist. Yeah. No, man, like just the fact that you even told us that one—that yeah, they sent back a robot yeah. Terminator John Connor. Why would you do that? Yep. Because, because what, apparently, what was the point of doing? M Night Shyamalan is after. <laughs> I and the thing, twist. The twist. I, you know the thing I, I want to see it because again from an effect standpoint it's going to be probably insane and they're trying their oh, hardest it's going to look amazing yeah they're going to try their hardest to recapture what T2 was which I hate I hate to say I hate to say it and some people are going to probably be like thinking it's blasphemy it's like yo T2 stands on its own like T2 could have been its own fucking movie straight up T2 like you want to know something funny like I didn't See, I didn't see the first Terminator until recently. Right. Like, cause like when I when T two came out, I was like, this is shit. Nah, shit. I was younger than that. But when I first the first one I ever saw was T two. I knew nothing about the first movie. There you go. And like I could have actually gone without seeing the first movie. Not the first movie was bad. <laughs> it just it had I could have just seen T two and not ever seen T one or T horrible Terminator three. That's it. And it'd been fine. Well, there you have it. <laughs> and then um. We we gotta we gotta the ladies gotta get the ladies gotta get serviced with some magic Mike double XL which again oh, I, I joke oh, about this no all I was gonna say is all I was gonna say is I joke about this because Kevin Nash is once again allegedly in this one 
who was also in the first uh, one. And I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> that's his old ass. Even who? But Ben, aren't they like they're doing the black version of this too? Right? They're doing, yeah, what they're doing? Yeah, Chocolate City, City. I believe. Yeah, this, oh. yeah, it's the black version of this. It looks just as stupid. Um, so I mean, no. hey, look, like if if it's it, it, it's it's not for us. These, this movie and Chocolate City is clearly not for us. Yep. So I mean, I won't be seeing it, but. You know. <laughs> well, the thing that gets me with this film, when, when they announced the sequel, all I said to myself was, "Yo, how do they convince? How do they convince these actors straight up? Like, I want to know how they went to like some of these actors for the first movie. They're like, well, here's what you're gonna do: you're gonna be naked, pretty much most of the movie." <laughs> Yeah, you okay with that, right? Like, like just thinking about that rationally, like, I can understand, like, Matthew, McC- Matthew McConaughey, because that motherfucker's shirtless when he wakes up and goes to the grocery store. He just goes to the grocery store shirtless. I'm shocked <laughs> he didn't do the Lincoln commercial shirtless, because that's his thing. But That is the funniest commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> just, just mad, pensive driving with no shirt on, like, yeah, I'm in a Lincoln, oh, and I'm I shirtless do. as fuck. I do a Lincoln <laughs> I've been dropping Lincoln before with Papa was dropping Lincoln. I'm like, this is this is the best thing ever. Yep, it was it was straight slow mo life story. But that's the thing, like like Magic Mike made a shitload of money, made a shitload of money on DVD and Blu-ray, and they're gonna do the sequel. And it's like, oh yeah, so we're gonna tell the rest of their story. Because you need the Blu-ray version of Magic Mike. Yep, because <laughs> you know, because you know, it's just it's just you know, I said this a couple of shows back about body shaming with women. I said, yeah, that's okay. Magic Mike doesn't body shame us. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, I'm telling you. You know, we don't, we don't, don't we're not body shame. Like any of <laughs> yep. It's, it, you know, it, what kills me, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Slick, Slick just mentioned that he took the words right out of my mouth, you know, the whole dad bod thing. And I'm just, I laugh yeah. because I'm like, yo, you know, everybody talks about the body shame. I'm like, yo, Magic Mike is, should just be body shaming well, men, double XL. <laughs> reverse body reverse body shaming oh it, it's just it's just crazy and like i said it's just convincing me, like yo you're just gonna be shirtless and you know all these actors they're like yo i gotta do like three cycles i gotta do three cycles of juice to get shredded <laughs> for five minutes of me being shirtless yep i could do it <laughs> no problem hey, i'm surprised that some of the dudes that are in this they got freaking childish gambino is in this movie yep which is oh, ben- like, which is crazy like what the hell is he doing yeah exactly who who told him that's a good idea? They're like, listen, you're you're gonna be in this movie. Like, I'm gonna feel some type of way him being in this movie, and then me like, let's do it. And then Miss Tate's like, bro, you were just you just you were just a stripper in the last movie. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like you like 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 you like you listening to his mixtape. His lyrics is mad, is it, thorough, and they make you think. And you're like, yeah, you know, I'm vibing with this dude's music. Yo, weren't you shirtless like three weeks ago? <laughs> And then like he, he and then like he's the guy once upon a time who all all he did was make like dick jokes. Like, yep. In his rap, like he, he made dick jokes and like me fucking Asian girl dick jokes. Yep. In his music. Well, after that, oh. after the after that, we get a glorified cash grab with minions, which you know it's pretty much a movie of. <laughs> 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 that's all that shit is it's a movie about sound effects it's me pressing play on just jumbled sound effects for 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous then um after that you know we got selfless with ryan reynolds which i actually want to see 
with him and Ben Kingsley. I put the trailer on Rageworks about the uh, the dude yeah, switching bodies. Have that. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And Ryan Reynolds is like, look, I'm a serious actor. It's not just all abs and and Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Then after that, we get Ant Man, which I have a feeling is going to surprise all of us. Like everybody's like, "All right, yeah, probably." You know, Marvel's just going to be like, "Yeah, we fucked you guys up again, didn't we?" I'm like, "Oh man." <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I think, and see, I have relatively high hopes that man. But see, like, so, man, I told you, like, it's it's probably going to have an ass of Easter eggs and like just talked wrong everywhere. Yep. Which is probably why they 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 had to get rid of their first director because he was like, yeah, I don't want to do all that, and they were like, well, you have to. Yep. Yeah. Like this this is what we do. Like <laughs> this is this is what Marvel movies do. Like you can either write a bunch of references to all the other Marvel movies in your script, or you can not have anything to do with this movie. Or you could be unemployed, and he was just like, fuck it, see y'all later, peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Not that I think the movie like, like suffered that much for it, but I, I would have been interested to see, huh? I'm like, who turns down Marvel money in this day and age? Who does that? Apparently, like I mean, Josh Whedon did. <laughs> Josh Whedon was like, man, fuck this. Yeah, but he already got the check from it. He, he got the Age of Ultron check. That's it. He cashed that yeah, one. But I mean, he 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 decided he didn't want to do any more Marvel movies. Like, yeah, originally he was in a running for, to do uh, Infinity Wars. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Originally, but. He was like, "Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore." So, after after that, we got um another Peter Pan movie with Hugh Jackman. Um, again, oh, man. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Oh, look, it's Pirates of the Caribbean, but really Peter Pan." That's what you're going for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Again. Yep. Didn't they just do a Peter Pan movie not too long ago? They did a uh, the Didn't Broadway one with like Tiger Lily, the white woman. Yeah, I think that was the Broadway one that they did on NBC or CBS recently. And Peter Pan was played by a woman. Yeah, no, 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 no. Tiger. Ti- yeah, no. This is the one where Tiger Lily's uh Rooney Mara, and some people were upset about that because Tiger Lily. Yeah, that's this one. She's yeah, she's in this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't, nobody's yeah. gonna see it. I'm, I hate to say it, but I'm like, sorry, Hugh Jackman, yeah. but no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like that new Cinderella movie that Disney just released. Like, I was completely unaware that shit existed. Yep. <laughs> but wait, what? The Cinderella. Yeah, whole well, Cinderella movie that came out. And- no, it's true. After after that, we you know I hate Adam Sandler because he hasn't done anything funny in fucking years. But Pixels actually it, looks amusing. Forever. Pixels actually looks moderately it, amusing, with the exception it, it, it of Peter looks, Dinklage. It looks funny, but not because of him. Like, nope. It, 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 the concept. That's I might it. see it later. I'm not giving. Oh him yeah, any I'm not paying it. I'm not paying to see it. Hell no, I'm not paying yeah. it because of his. Mindset of releasing shit movies <laughs> all the time, so I don't care how great this movie is. I'm not paying for it in theaters. Yeah, I saw I saw the trailer. The last Adam Sandler movie I like. Go ahead. No, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. And I was saying, what, what's the movie where he was he played the European assassin dude? Oh, Zohan. Oh, uh, that, yeah. that shit was. I'm sorry, that shit was hilarious. I'm sorry, that was the last one. That, that, that I found that one highly hilarious. That movie was borderline. It had funny moments. <laughs> It was yeah. that, no, didn't didn't find it funny. It was borderline. Like now. like he started getting shitty when that it movie came out. Like like funny for me yeah, always was like right. Happy Gilmore, um, you yeah, know definitely. those movies when he was crushing it for those movies. After he did like Little Nicky and he started doing, I'm like, oh, that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, 
cash grab. Yep. And then um, we got Mission Impossible 5, July 31st, which now they're starting to really put trailers out. I mean, I like the last one, and I got to admit, it takes a big set of brass balls for that scene that they did where he was climbing the the tower in Dubai, and they had hardly any effects used in that shot. I'm like, damn, Tom Cruise, okay, I respect you. My hate for Tom, yeah. my hate for Tom Cruise runs deep. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave out of this this one right here. My hate for Tom Cruise is deep. Why is that? Any particular yeah, I, reason? I didn't even know it was existed. <laughs> go ahead. I just think he's a fucking idiot. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that you know they got to shoot every movie from the feet up because you know I'm I'm five six. He's about the same height I am, and in every movie he looks I'm as tell- tall. And he looks as tall as the women next. I'm like, yo, you are not as tall as Paula Patton. Stop lying to yourself. You are nowhere near as tall as possible. Exactly. I'm like, yo, dude, stop it. It's like, if T.I. tall me, the T.I. is small, and he's taller than you. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, yo, like like, like Tom Cruise, and again, you know, I respect the, the dude's accomplishments, but I always like that in every movie that they angle it in such a way that he just looks like the same height or taller than everybody else. Like, yo, it's like, no, you know? It's crazy. I saw it and I was like, I, and, and and as the movies got, as he started doing more and more movies and people brought it to my attention, I'm like, son of a bitch, he did it again. <laughs> he's, been, he's been in a, a lot of bad movies recently, a lot of really bad movies. I like I liked the one with the where he was in the mech suit that I, that came out recently. I actually thought that was crazy. Yeah, yeah I like that one. Hated yeah, the like ending. Hated the ending, but the movie was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ending was stupid, but the, the rest of the movie was good. Yeah, so I, th- I think I think Mission Impossible Five will make enough money to keep itself in the number one slot, even even after Fantastic Four comes out August seventh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Then um, after that, we got the Man from Uncle with um, Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. I mean, it's based off a classic TV series, and again, you know, they got to do a lot of work to get people in there to see it. It looks promising, but motherfuckers gonna be like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've never heard of the man from Uncle, so I, I got to look up the trailer. Uh, one, I, one I didn't know was coming out. I don't know if you had this on, on your list, Rich. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon Two. Yep, that's coming out straight to Isn't DVD. That straight to Netflix. Yep. No, that's yeah, that's going straight to Netflix. That's going that's going in theaters. That's really really. I don't have it on yeah. here. Is that is that in August or in July? Do you know? I don't know. I have, to, I have to go back on the site I was on earlier. I looked at it earlier just looking at what's coming out. I think is that crouching really? In yeah, theaters? that's a, that's a little crazy because the way the way I got it scheduled here, and I got the list from the Hollywood Reporter. Like they got all for a summer blockbuster. They got Fantastic Four, this movie called Ricky and the Flash, which yeah. Then you got Man from Uncle, and then the same day that comes out, I'm like that movie's gonna make no money because it's going against straight out of Compton. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's not. Yeah, I I'm fit, going to see Straight Outta Compton. That looks surprisingly good. Yeah, it does. I, I was, I was actually kind of surprised at how well acted it seems. Yeah, I'm, I'm on. Uh, look, this MovieInsider.com and it has this coming out in August, actually. Huh. All right, then I got, I got to do a little homework for that. I'm, I'm shocked because, like I said, on the, on the list from the Hollywood Reporter, maybe because the Hollywood Reporter's like, yo, that shit ain't making no money. <laughs> That's probably what it is. But yeah, Straight Outta Compton comes out August 14th. That looks bananas. That I gotta see. The, the hip-hop fan in me has got to see that. Yeah, I want to yeah. see it just because hip-hop movies haven't 
haven't been given their just due. Like everybody says, yeah, yeah. but, but hip hop has good representation. I'm like, it's not Stomp the Yard. Not, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not Columbus Short dancing in the club. You know, with 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 Walk It Out playing. That's not representation of hip hop. It, it really is. <laughs> It's not, you know, Save the Last Dance or or what's the other fucking breakdancing movie that they did like 18 sequels to? Um, uh, step It Up? Step It Up. Like, oh, nope. God, Step It Up. Yep, it's like, nope, that's not it. Hate to tell you, but that is not it. Um, nope. After that, the, the other one on here, they got Sinister 2. Oh, what the hell is that? Whose signal is that? Was that you, Taylor? Yeah, what? I don't know what that is. I don't think that's me. I'm just sitting at home. I don't think that's me. That might be Taylor getting kidnapped by the monster from Sinister 2. <laughs> that might oh, be it. Man. Um, After that, we got... uh, What the hell do we got? We got Regression, Hitman Agent 47, which it looks look terrible. And... um, <laughs> it, it looks like it just straight to DVD. But like, I'm, I'm not going to theaters watch it yeah after after the fact that that's the the last movie that they got for august 28th just looks insane oh man that's gotta be is that taylor again uh, i don't know what it is <laughs> taylor got the monsters well, in. anyway i'm just sitting down i'm but, having some technical difficulties gotcha it's all good I'll, I'll edit it in post um, the only thing I wanted to say is that's the actual, the last summer movie they got to close it out for August 28th is Hitman Agent 47. I'm like, yo, what a way to end the summer on a low note. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like a good straight to DVD movie, but it doesn't look like it's going to go to the theaters. I'm not going to pay to go watch that. Like, yeah, no. No. So now now that we've gone through them, out of, out of all of them, and, and this will be a good way to close it out, which movie do you think is going to go... 500 million or better. I gotta say, probably Ant-Man. Probably Jurassic World. Jurassic, Jurassic World. World, maybe maybe Mission Impossible. Alright. But those are probably the only two I see really doing that. I, I yeah. probably I probably go Ant-Man, Jurassic World, and probably just because they're gonna push the shit out of it, probably Terminator, because it comes out yeah. July 4th yeah. weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? I forgot about that one, yeah. Yeah, those, those those movies I think will probably be five hundred million or better. I don't think that they're gonna that Ant Man for as good as I think it's gonna be is not gonna hit the billion dollar mark at least not quickly, unless it's like some some yeah, astronomical nah. shit like like it has to blow Guardians of the Galaxy and Age of Ultron out of the water, and I'm not sure it could do that. But Which then again, but then again, Iron Man three did cross that billion dollar mark rather quick. So yeah, it's possible. Um, I don't know. I just I, I I don't know I, I'm I like Jurassic World probably being able to like Ant Man could be a better movie than we all see, but I just don't think it does it doesn't grab you like the other ones do like from just from face value right yeah well in any event those are those are our summer movies um, definitely a lot of good stuff on the horizon they are actually going to also do um, a limited run and I didn't mention it just because I wanted to mention it now. The uh, they're gonna do a limited run in theaters of that new Dragon Ball Z movie as well. I saw that. Ben is vehemently against Ben is vehemently against anything Dragon Ball Z. You you know what my thing is? I don't I don't mind this new stuff because I feel 
to a degree I've aged out of it. I still love Dragon Ball Z, don't get me wrong, but if I could just take every yeah, if I could take every fight from every show and just have a Blu-ray with just all the fights from all the shows and all the movies, I'd be okay. <laughs> like just Dragon Ball Z fight compilation. <laughs> I don't need to watch shit else or any yeah. other exposition, just that. That's what I'm saying. I told them, like, if you just want to watch it for the fight, I totally understand because they look dope as hell, but don't give me that other crap about, you know, the story and the plot line. Stop it. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. When it took like 14 episodes for Freezer to blow up Namek, I was like, all right. (laughs) And I was a kid. I was like, all right, we got it. We got it, Freezer. You're androgynous and you like blowing shit up. Got it. Thanks. (laughs) Got it. And now he's gold. You know, now now he's gold. And then the, you know with with um, Goku and and GT and and you know GT I didn't hate because there was a lot of cool shit I liked like I like Super Saiyan four I'm like oh that's kind of cool he's half monkey and shit the people the people behind Dragon Ball Z like basically pulled a day of the future past with you like that never happened yep they were like yeah we just had fun with that but no yeah. which is crazy because like I said like I liked I liked the concept of Super Saiyan four. I thought it was cool. I just I just said to myself, now that I'm older, like, yo, like Bulma shot Frieza with 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 Blood's wave with Blood's waves to turn him, but yet homeboy <laughs> homeboy is now half ape. <laughs> you know, like, yo, you cooking dinner for the you cooking dinner for the dude with a with a fucking monkey tail. Like I'm like, okay, yeah, that's not really gonna work. But aside from that, it had its place. <laughs> And now, you know, going Super Saiyan yeah. God, which which was crazy in, in, in the last movie, and now it's like God and Super and they got blue hair and shit. I'm like, all right, you guys are just running out of shit to do. <laughs> it, exactly. But then, but then I showed Ben, like, when you see what actually happens to him, like, Goku, I don't want to give any spoilers. I don't even care, but, I mean, I'm not going to give any, but, like, the way uh, a laser pistol beats Goku, there you have it. I spoiled the whole movie for you. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that always got me. It's like, yo, you have a guy who's essentially the strongest fighter in the universe, but he dies on the regular. Like, I was just like, okay, like on the regular, on the regular. And then it's like, oh, I'm just going to hang out with a halo for 10 episodes. And as I got older and I saw some of that shit, that's why I said, if I could just cut up all the fights and put that in one Blu-ray, it's like freeze a saga fights. I'd be, I'd be okay, you know? I could live with that, because there were certain parts where I just watched it, I'm Definitely. like, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't hate the shit or, or love it. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was an integral part of my childhood. It's one of those things that pushed, uh, yeah. you know, it pushed, it pushed, you know, like my love of martial arts. Like, I mean, I, I got into martial arts when I was a kid because of Bruce Lee and Kung Fu movies on Channel 5. And then it's, you know, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z kind of pushed it in that direction. Like, it was like, yo, this is real crazy. But... You know, Slick says Goku died fewer times than Piccolo and Krillin, and uh, but the thing that gets me is yeah, but I mean you can't compare Krillin <laughs> Krillin though, man. Come on, dude. I'd 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 have Krillin die in every episode, like Kenny and uh, like like Kenny in South Park. In South Park, that's he it. He died different ways. <laughs> Just kill Krillin because he was fucking worthless. And Piccolo, the only cool thing about Piccolo was that he was always annoyed, and he wore a twenty pound turban and an eighty pound cape. <laughs> That was it. Like everything that, that everything about Dragon Ball Z and I and I tell people this all the time, it was good, but the only characters that you gave a shit about were the fucking Saiyans. That's it. <laughs> and the see and that's half the problem because it turned everything that is almost turned to be a, a Goku circle jerk 
and nobody else did anything yep. as far as springtime or whatever else. I just never understood that. Like like Vegeta. It was like, oh, Vegeta's this powerful warrior. And it's like, okay, that's nope. great. But he takes a backseat to Goku. It's yeah. like, yo, like this guy's a powerful Goku. warrior and he can't even hit Super Saiyan until like, you know, eighteen hundred episodes later. <laughs> it was just it's just craziness. But the the limited theater run, uh I'm sure it, I'm sure it'll be brief and you know, it'll go straight to Blu ray after that. I mean, I have no problem with it. I just for me, especially after this last movie, too much comedy. Other than that, you know, the fights were dope. The animation was insane. Um, you know, Beerus as a as a villain was cool, but everything else to me was just, eh, you know, like I, like I said, chop all that shit out. Slick says Vegeta made Super Saiyan one about a year after Goku. Yeah, a year after Goku. That's nineteen hundred episodes later in Dragon Ball Z time. <laughs> You know, Dragon Ball Z runs on CP time. So a year later is, you know, 2,000 episodes later or, you know, 1,900 mangas and four OVAs and three TV series later. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're, uh, we're, we're running off the rails here real quick. But um, let's get back on track. You guys uh, give out your info. Let people know where they can check out Black is the New Black. Um, your social media handles, all the usual stuff. All right, well. Uh, you guys know us from uh, Black and New Black, uh, you know, uh, our podcast. Uh, we, we do it live, but we have no real set day uh, due to work schedule. So, uh, but we probably be doing an episode later on this week. Um, we have to get, get with Taylor and figure it out. But you can find me at uh, my Twitter, uh, Black 89, that's B-L-A-Q-O-U-T-89, um, or my name on Facebook, Benjamin Anderson. Taylor? Did Taylor drop out? Taylor. Oh shit! I have no idea. Yep, Taylor <laughs> well, has dropped. Uh, um, I know. Just a, I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna uh, pretend to be Taylor for a moment. You can find him on Twitter, King of the Chill underscore, <laughs> and um, <laughs> you could you could find him. Uh, is, is it Gerald Levert Jr. on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, Facebook. <laughs> I can't believe I'm subbing yeah. for Taylor right now. Um, actually, wait a minute. I think I think he just dialed back in. Taylor, is that you? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, here yeah, I here, give me information out, man. What the hell just happened? Just, just give me information, <laughs> man, man. Listen, the fans was watching. I don't know. Uh, the King of the Chill underscore on Twitter. <laughs> Taylor Smith on Facebook. Gerald Levert Junior dot com. All that good shit, man. There you yeah, go. Gerald Levert Junior dot com. The website that doesn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there but you yeah, have y'all, it. Y'all can check us out. Uh, uh, we, we we try to post when we do a live show, but. You know, if you can't catch the live show, just, you know, download the podcast. Uh, all feedback is definitely appreciated. There you have it, ladies and gents. Uh, ben, Taylor, I appreciate you guys uh, helping us do this uh, summer movie breakdown and being a part of the show this week. Again, make sure to check out Black is the New Black on the RageWorks Network. You can find episodes on RageWorks.net and also via the My Take Radio feed on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. Yep. All right, man. No problem, man. All right, fellas. Peace. All right, right, guys. That was Ben and Taylor from Black is the New Black. And with that, we're actually going to wrap up the show because I got a weird alert that our video stream crashed. So we'll see if I can actually salvage the video from this show. But the audio will be available within the next couple of hours on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. So with that, let us wrap up the show. You've just heard My Take Radio episode 296. The Gaming and Entertainment Edition. The March to MTR 300 continues. Please continue to support us. 
on social media. You can find us at My Take Radio on Twitter. You can also find My Take Radio on Facebook and Google+. But to get all the information for My Take Radio, Black is the New Black, and all our other content, head over to RageWorks.net. Also become a fan on Facebook at Official RageWorks. And if you want to follow us on Twitter and follow our coverage of all the events we'll be covering this summer, it's at Rage underscore Works for that. And again, live episodes every Wednesday and Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Video and audio can be seen and heard on mtrlive.com, gfqlive.tv, and like I said, archived episodes, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and video archives on our YouTube channels, My Take Radio TV, and Official Rageworks. On behalf of myself, Ben, Taylor, and the rest of the Rageworks and MTR crew, thank you guys for tuning in this week, and thank you for your continued support. My Take Radio is live next Wednesday at eight p.m. at eleven p.m. Eastern, eight p.m. Pacific for MMA and wrestling. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. I'm rich, bitch. That's all, folks.